podcast. And we're back. We're back again on the Drug Yard Dogs. <laughs> it's episode 32. Episode 32 on the Drunk Yard Dogs. Welcome back to the yard. What? 32? <laughs> Dude, Not 32. Way off. <laughs> it's episode 30. This uh, zero I wrote down on the notes. It looks uh, okay, like a two. Okay. It's a weird swirl going on there. But it's yeah. episode 30. We're back on the Drunk Yard. <laughs> yes, we are Welcome back. back to the yard. I'm, I'm God sent the rain. We got no <laughs> cat. It's unfortunate. There's never any cat. What did you expect? But we do have Giacomo Dog. <laughs> and today, we have a special... A very special very guest. Special, very. It's Caliwana. It's Cali Mama. <laughs> it's Liana. It's Caliana. What up? <laughs> welcome to the cast. Uh, welcome to the yard. We're, we're grateful to have you as a yes, guest. Yes. In, in your hand, as well as in our hands as well. You know, we get down on the drunk yard dogs. We have the drink of the week. The drink of the week is the dirty. The very dirty martini. There it is. Ew. <laughs> so, like we do every week, we have the drink of the week, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about the history. So let's get into it. 1901, a bartender by the name of John O'Connor, he's probably Irish, out of New York. 1901, this guy. So he takes the classic martini. So the classic martini, you could garnish it with an olive. That was a thing. When the first martini was made, you can plop a little olive in there and just kind of make it look good. He said, that's not enough. That's not enough. So he started muddling his olive in the martini. Started getting a little wild. He crushed that bad boy up in there. Okay. And then eventually, I know, one thing turned to another. People started crushing the olives. Then people started adding a little bit of the olive juice. The brine, if you will. Oh, man. The olive brine. They started adding that in there, and then people started calling that the dirty martini. Once they added in that little brine, it gave it a little bit of a, a greenish, a brownish tinge, almost like dirt. So that's that olive brine in there. Okay, okay. So this drink actually didn't get popular until it was decades after the birth, the initial creation in 1901 in New York by bartender... Um, John O'Connor, uh, actually, it started making its way into the hands of prominent celebrities and statesmen, most notably President FDR. Mm. Yep, your Whoa. boy Roosevelt was <laughs> sipping on the dirties. So he would drink these and he would serve them in the White House on occasion. Okay. So, so he was putting people on as well. He was putting people on. Wow. Like, people show up to the White House and he was like, yo. You ever had a dirty martini? They're like, like whoa, FDR, whoa. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, what do you think the D stands for in no. FDR? <laughs> <laughs> so, dirty martini, classic spec. We got two and a half ounce of your gin. That's the preferred. But we went with vodka. Sky vodka, in fact. So, two and a half ounces of your sky vodka. Half ounce of the olive brine. We used our Zatarans jumbo stuffed olives. Okay. For the olive garnish and the brine. These are some massive olives. And then we did a, a half ounce of our vermouth. We're using the um, the Martin Rossi. The Martin Rossi vermouth. So, yeah, guys, what do you think? I'm not a big fan of martinis, especially not the dirty one. But let me have a sip here. Yeah, it just tastes like olives. Oh, to me. God. I don't like it. <laughs> what do you guys think? I mean, I like vodka. 
But uh, this is definitely a sip and drink. This oh, is yeah. a long sip yeah. and drink. It's a long yeah. sipper. You're not killing this, this one, sir. I was thinking, like, you have to, like, smoke hella cigarettes. And oh. I think you're trying to get that taste out your mouth. So you mm-hmm. drink the dirty martini, you know, to kind of to no. cut through that just taste. Have you guys ever had a regular martini? No. No. So regular martini, pretty much almost the same as this. Cut out the olive brine. But you would up the vermouth a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can go one ounce vermouth and then two and a half ounce of your... Uh, your vodka or your gin uh, it's like it's it's kind of in that same vein of like old fashions where like every single ingredient is alcohol and i'm just like yeah that, that seems th- to be the ongoing theme of that time frame yeah. you know sometimes those are good when you're not trying to drink too fast like you Kaliana said you just want a little sipper but i don't know if i'm going out to party or something i'm not 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 ordering one of these maybe know, a after a couple event. of these though you fancy might event? You know. some cheese maybe some cheese might do something to this. Yeah. Cuz it just, just tastes like strong. it just tastes like olives and then it ends on the You like can the taste that whole vermouth note. note. Yeah. Mm. Probably I don't think we're using a dry vermouth. I think a dry vermouth would go better with the uh, dirty martini just cuz of uh, the taste of the olive. You don't want to go from olive to then a little bit of a sweet. It's kind of weird. It's, it's I think it grows. Like I kind of like it the more I'm sipping it. We talk about yeah. it. I was like, you know what? I appreciate you. You yeah. were a timeless classic. It is timeless it's classic. It's not bad. It's not bad. You know, it's not the worst. It's got to be every now and then, though. You can't just yeah, be slinging back martinis. Yeah. Well, shout out to the classic. Shout out John O'Connor. Cheers. Shout out Caliana. Let's bring it in. Old clinks, clinks all around. Well, yeah. Oh. Let's get into, into it. We have Kaliana on today. Woo! So we just, we got to, we got to, you know, the fans, they need to know a little bit about you, who you are, what do you do, what do you like to do, what's like your biggest dreams, you know, career-wise, where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years, 25 years? Are you high right now? <laughs> do you ever get nervous? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am high right now. <laughs> Low-key nervous, but not really, because I've literally known y'all for, like, years. I don't yeah. even know how so, many. But, um, yeah, so I'm Kaliana. I'm from the greater New Orleans metropolitan area. I like Shout to say out. that, because I claim it all. all right. But um, I'm just doing me, like, living life. And I just always end up in these awesome, random situations. <laughs> and I really just feel like... I just stay open to every opportunity and I don't limit myself and then awesome shit happens. It hasn't always been that way, but like why dwell on the past and like bad things happen. I have bad days all the time, but like really very positive momentum going on. The pandemic was wild, but like ultimately life changing in a good way gave me a little bit more direction and clarity in certain aspects Mm -hmm. um different opportunities arose but i don't know i'm just chilling just taking everything day by day i cannot stress that enough (laughs) so i would put you in the top 10 adventurers that i know right now what was the last big caliana adventure what went down uh okay so last weekend i went (laughs) Last (laughs) last weekend I went to Colorado. I actually work like a nine to five. So we're fully remote because of the pandemic. Um, So I flew into Colorado, got there at 7 a.m. 
like hopped in an Uber and logged into work, like using my personal hotspot and my laptop, literally nice. five minutes past my login, which is acceptable. That's fine. But literally got to work on time and was just in the Uber starting my day <laughs> and then went to my friend's house and worked the whole day. Mm. Got off at four and then got dressed, went to Red Rocks and partied all weekend at Tipper nice. Red Rocks. Yeah, it was. Oh, Tipper. Yeah, Tipper's one of my favorite artists. Very, very talented. The music that he makes, the events that he curates are mm. so well done. Um, yeah. I really love it. And Red Rocks is one of my favorite venues. Uh, it was crazy. There was a bunch of smoke the second day from like all the wildfires in the West. Mm. So it was like hella hazy. Naturally, the weekend, a bunch of us were there. Denver had the worst air quality in the world. Wow. So that was kind of tough because, you know, it's like we don't have to deal with that over here. And then even in Colorado, I was like, damn, there's a bunch of this smoke. Yeah. But the weekend was great and I had an awesome time. And I, you know, worked overtime over the weekend and still did Colorado things. I love Denver, I love Colorado, and then went to work Monday and then flew back Monday night. Just worked from home. Yes. That is fucking sweet, honestly, from my perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, just being able to travel, log in, you know, clock in to work. Wherever you you want. Yeah, you're in Denver, just fucking living the life. Yeah. Yeah, That is sweet. I I really appreciate it. It was tight. And then the week (laughs) before, I was in Florida. I went to Disney World and Legoland with my daughter. I'm going to go back to Denver real quick. Adventures. You've been to Denver a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you been to the the Cannabis Church? Um, I'm actually a member of the Cannabis Church. I have a certificate. (laughs) Uh, I went last, in 2020 on my birthday, I went and we had like a private showing and it was just me and a few friends and we just smoked mad, you know, (laughs) and then like, I was like, well, I'm going to become a member for life. So I get to go to their little light show for free for like ever. So I haven't you, gone back, but I got... We, do you have to, like, sign up for that and get, like, baptized or something? No, it's, like, I think I paid, like, 75 bucks. It was oh, just, nice. like... I don't know. The lady membership. was really cool, and she's like, has New Orleans roots. And we were just talking about New Orleans, and she's... Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, $75 donation. Yeah. Like... Can you give a brief overview of what the Cannabis Church is for all the the listeners and the viewers yeah, who aren't what, familiar what they are and what are their oh, values the international church of cannabis it's just being open-minded and you go to this beautiful artistically curated place and it's like volunteer ran and people donate money mm-hmm. and it's just this big room where you can be open and smoke and they take you through this awesome like visually projected light show with all different types of music, mostly from, like, the psychedelic era. Mm-hmm. And just the whole space is just a fun little, you know, countercultural museum. Hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been once, and I made the mistake of going not high because I didn't know what it was <laughs> fully. Actually, it was a surprise to me. It was like someone was like, I'm going to take you to this, this cannabis church thing. It's going to be like a light show, like a little thing. I was like, okay. And, and you were then, like, I'm going to be completely sober for this. I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be like a museum or something. Oh, okay. Probably should have got high anyway. I mean, either way. Yeah, either yeah. way. But like once I was in it and like watching the light show and like hearing the music, I was like, fuck, <laughs> I need to be stoned right now. Yeah, that was really great. Like we brought like just fat ass like joints into it and it was just private. So it was just me and like four other people there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to get up and start hula hooping during it already. You know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's get they into didn't that. Have, they didn't have weed. Wait, 
before we move on. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have like weed and shit there already. No, it wasn't nothing? a dispensary. No. Okay, it's like, so it's just that's like what a, they should do. I think that'd be tight. I mean, maybe yeah, they'll get into it. You know, maybe we'll see. Maybe it's the licensing or something. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like they're like a nonprofit or something like that. So yep. I don't know mm-hmm. what their laws are. You know, but yeah, hula hooping though. Hula hooping. So you've been in the hula game for a while. Yeah, man, almost four fucking years, and How it, did it start? How changed did it start? my fucking life. Okay, so really weirdly cyclical that we were talking about Denver and then hula hooping because I remember I was the first time I was in Denver was July of 2017, and I was driving around listening to this Portugal the Man song, and I was just like, "Damn, dude." what if I could just go the fuck off to the song with the hula hoop one day? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing it. Because a bunch it. of my friends did it. And I have a child, so she's five now. So then she was like a little over one. Mm. And I was like, she could do it with me and mm. I'll just do it. And hula hooping like changed my life. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm sponsored by a great hula hoop company, Jam Hoops what? Limited. Shout out. They're based in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Hey, shout out. So, um, I love that company. I love their hoops. The owner is awesome. So, do you have a promotional code or something? Yeah, if you use my name, Kaliana, you receive a discount on their website. What's the website? Jamhoopslimited.com. What? what? Jamhoopslimited.com. Jamhoopslimited.com. Use promo code (laughs) Kaliana on a hoop. You'll get. A special deal. Yeah, they have other. They you only know, sell hoops, or do they sell? No, like, they have other um, special concept props, so like triangles that people use. Do they have like the fire? Uh, yeah, you can get fire wicks there. Okay. They sell poi. Um, it's really cool. Okay. I love that company. All right. Okay. Shout out them. But hula hoopin's changed my life. I've been able to perform places. Just having a skill, being able to learn from people. Um, I've traveled for it. It's just fun to pick up a circular object and just like get better Go ham. yeah I look back on the journey and it's just really changed my life and I can't like appreciate it enough and it was just so random and then it's like I lost like weight like I lost like 60 pounds hula hooping over the years I was like that's All cool right, okay. just it happened what's your most complicated hula hoop trick what's it called what is it I called <laughs> I guess just like any type of coin flips so it's like just flipping it around like a central point on your body. That's like something that's slightly more technical, but I like to challenge myself and do them in like weird places. It's like my knee, my elbow, my shoulder, like my head. So is it like a 180 degree flip? So it's, yeah, kind of. Hmm. I have to show it. Did you, yeah, do you have a hula hoop with you? <laughs> She's like, of course. In I my car, <laughs> always. I always we have might, a hula We might have to do a video it. later. Of course. <laughs> For the gram. But, yeah, I love it. Um, I'm actually in a hoop troupe in New Orleans. Hoop We're called troop. the NOLA Nightlights. NOLA Nightlights. Yeah, Lights. we've been in Mardi Gras parades. Um, shout out to them. They're an amazing group of people. They help. They aspire me to, you know, grow my talent and to learn. Do they have an Instagram? Yeah, it's the no- NOLA Nightlights. NOLA Nightlights. Yeah. Follow them on Instagram. This podcast brought to you by NOLA Nightlights. <laughs> Y'all just do, like, events and stuff? And yeah, so, or? well, with the pandemic, it's hard. But actually, next week, we're holding a fundraising event. So it's, like, a pool party slash flow jam, like, an event oh. where not just exclusive to hula hoops you can come there and swing poi yeah yeah or like fans or just any type of art like juggling or just go there to dance um a few of my friends are going to dj there um it's going to be a really awesome event just to have fun and 
just smaller scale where people can enjoy themselves to end the summer. So that's at the Drifter. It's called Flow Moon Jam. It's Flow Moon Jam. Flow Moon Jam is, at the Drifter. All right. So is the glove hand thing, is that considered flowing <laughs> or whatever? I respect all flow arts. So, yeah, if that's what people mm. like to do, that's on yeah. them. But I don't. But you I can don't, only limit you're myself. You're not a part yeah. of that community? I don't think my attention span would allow. Like, I really need to go off with a hula hoop. Those like, are my favorite people. When I'm, um, I can do the really Macarena rolling. all day, but that's that's all I would do with gloving. <laughs> um, I was going to ask. Uh, now I feel like it's slipping away, though. It's, like, drifting, and I can't. It's gone. It's gone. Drifter. Oh, no, you know what it is? Drift. I figured it out. I was going to ask, what was your best tip for somebody who can't hula hoop worth the shit like myself, basically? Okay, so the best like, tip, the starting tip like, would be the... get a larger hoop, and then you spin in the direction that the hoop is turning. So if you hit the hoop to the left and it's going to the left, you start to pivot your body and turn in a circle as you feel it falling to get the momentum back up. So you physically also turn your body like to the left and start going to keep it in that i'm gonna have to try it i think i did try it once before actually i think i think i remember now that you mentioned that i think i remember that too that is my top tip for anybody because that blew my mind i was like bro because when i started there's videos of me cannot keep a hoop on my waist and now i can you know hoop all up my body i'm i'm getting better it's kind of hard you know like as a flow artist and a hula hooper and you go on social media and you're like see these people and they're just insanely great Mm -hmm. sometimes you're like well shit but as well pack it up yeah honestly i've had lots of those moments but i'm like you know what this is still so unique to me there's things Mm -hmm. i can do that other people can't do and it's not even about that it's how it makes you feel Mm. like i've been feeling shit had terrible days been feeling bad about myself and i pick up a hula hoop go the fuck off and then i'm like yeah (laughs) so definitely movement is medicine hula hooping's key if anybody ever wants to learn in the new orleans metropolitan area my dms are always open i'm always like super cool with anybody learning to hoop or just wanting to know more about it because like it's awesome and it changed my life do you remember your first um hula hoop like performance or like yes so my first hula hoop performance had to be in like early 2019 and i was in a talent show for chewbacca's because that's one of the parades that my hoop troop participates in and they were like you know, we need somebody. So it was my first time, you know, performing. And I was like, okay. Now looking back on it, I was like, eh. But for then, like, it felt good. Like, yeah, I dropped my hoop. That happens. But Mm -hmm. I still, like, got a free membership and, like, participated. I mean, it was... It was oh, a like great time. Oh, like you got a free membership with Chewbacca? Yeah, for a year awesome. for just participating. So nice. it was like a really fun event, and that was my first time just getting out. And I've definitely gotten way more comfortable over the years, especially recently performing in front mm-hmm. of people. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely helped with like my confidence because I'm just like I don't care. I could just go the fuck off with the hula hoop anytime. They don't yeah. even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you yeah. keep it in the car. You like that meme where you're just sitting off to the side. Yep. Like, they don't even know. <laughs> they I don't, don't even know I can whip all their asses with a hula hoop. I was in Legoland with my daughter two weeks ago, and I saw, like, this guy working there had some hula hoops, and I was like, wait. <laughs> and he slid it to me, and I picked it up, and my sister just starts recording because she's like, what's she about to yeah, do? And I just we went off, and that guy was like, <laughs> See, if you had a TikTok, you would have been viral this week. Yeah, I just, like, with TikTok and social media, like, it can get so warping to the brain. Like, Instagram, that's all I put all my energy into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and it's given me so many opportunities. TikTok, I feel like things get so clouded. And, like, I'm so randomly busy and like raising a child if i was on tiktok all the time i'd probably just be like more like <laughs> and it's really useful yeah. i don't mind like looking at one or two but i won't download the app i'm not getting an account if you send it to me just like make sure it's a link that i can just see that <laughs> yeah, one video yeah, exactly. not put me into the app <laughs> but it just like it's i appreciate it and i've definitely thought about it and then mm-hmm. I, I also like one day i was really stoned on the way to work i was like if i ever made a tiktok it would only be me hula hooping to gwen stefani until she noticed <laughs> me doing it and then i would delete the tiktok like that would be nice. my only because i am like literally so obsessed with gwen stefani she's my fucking favorite everything i have her signature tattooed on my leg with her lyrics went to vegas to see her like that is let's go I want if people see Gwen Stefani I want them to think of me <laughs> have you ever met her yeah I did yeah. you met oh that's how the, uh, is I that I went her? to Vegas in November 2019 for her tour paid money just to go meet and greet with her mm-hmm. and met her and was like hey I have your lyrics tattooed on my leg they mean so much we discussed her lyrics and she's like hey where are you sitting I was like oh, over there She's like, no, here's some bands. I want you to be right by the stage. And she upgraded me, and I was like, I I might die. Like, this is it. (laughs) And then uh, I got her signature tattooed on my leg as soon as I got back to New Orleans because it was just, like, the best. So that's it. I peaked at Gwen Stefani. It's all all just down here from from now, yeah. So similar to our last guest, who you know. Yes. Shout out Bailey Murphy. um, Yeah. Reap. who said I was nice on TikTok and Instagram. So she says she has six jobs. I don't know how many jobs you have, but I feel like it's a comparable amount. You're always working. <laughs> What's going on? How many jobs do you have right now? <laughs> well, you, you killed the uh, martini. I cannot drink this thing. I'm sorry. It definitely it. got definitely better as you go it. along. I just yeah, can't And it kind of also hit the spot. I'm like, okay, I get it now, that. FDR. <laughs> Um, so I keeps getting worse. I'm sorry. Over the years, I've always been prolific with any opportunities or jobs because it's, I value myself more than anything, more than I would any like company. Sorry to everyone that I've worked for ever, but like I do. They knew. (laughs) I feel like I've always like left an opportunity and found something better or just bounced around. I've done a little bit of everything around the city. Um, the thing that makes me seem like I do the most is I do brand ambassador work so it could have me like handing out crystals at voodoo fest or I could be like wearing a t-shirt in front of Walmart giving out free groceries like it's very random the things I've done in these brand ambassador gigs but they pay well they're every now and then and I love it Um, I do festival like event work too Mm -hmm. that also ties in with the brand ambassador and like my VIP stuff but currently in August of 2021 what I am doing is I have a main job, which I got during the pandemic, and I work for a large international shipping company, a steamship line. Mm. We'll not name them, but I respect that job. Okay, it yeah. helped me out during the pandemic. It's not a hard job. It's just not who I am. I'm not a nine to five person. Yeah, that, that's but, your nine to five. Yeah, that's my nine to five. Yeah. I do stuff put with the, international put the shipping. To work. Yeah, I have a degree in international business with a minor in Spanish from the University of New Orleans. So it felt great. But that job was only because I lost like my initial job at the Fillmore New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I was a lead VIP host there during the pandemic. And just recently in the past few weeks, 
I got rehired there part-time as a VIP supervisor. Oh. Yep. Last night we had our first show in 17 months. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yep. It was down. And you know what? I'm just glad it could happen. Everybody, you know, we wore masks there. You can do what you do, but it felt great to have people back in the building. Mm -hmm. I... Bailey worked with me last night. She was on my team before. She came back. She was the only host that I had returned on my team. Uh, I love that job. It's my passion. It feels great. So what I've been doing is, since my other job's remote, is I've been working the first half of the day, which is my major workload for my other job. And then during my lunch break, I'll drive to the Fillmore, and then I'll do the rest of the half day of my job while doing random Fillmore stuff. And then once I get off at five, I do Fillmore stuff for like an hour or two, then I go home. So it's really easy to balance the Fillmore because we only have a a few shows. Yeah. Like we got a hustler. Two hustles back to back, man. I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah. Um, I also, a family member of mine through marriage owns a gentleman's club on the West Bank. Shout out to the fine line. Shout out to the fine line. 94. Follow us. At Fine Line Inc. on Instagram. Because Are you running that Instagram? I also run their Instagram. Oh, I, yes. I, got, I had a feeling that you did. Yes, I run <laughs> I their Instagram. <laughs> I dance there. I bartend slash manage there, too. Nice. So, yeah, like the week before I went to Disney, I was working three jobs in a row before I went and blew all my money. Man. And I was just doing, like my day job then the Fillmore then going to open and close the bar and then Man. doing that three days but you must be swimming in the change I went to Disney it's yeah, all gone. She, yeah the change is gone yeah but I mean like some it's about the money but it's also not it's about the experience and like I have a child but I only have her half the week so the other half mm-hmm. of the week like my schedule always balances like I'm always still able to spend so much time with her working from home allows me to do that yeah. she's about to start school on Monday so it's like for the first time no she's in kindergarten now oh. yeah and she actually goes somewhere that I used to go on the West Bank oh, yeah shout out, shout out West yeah. Bank, you know? West Bank. <laughs> yeah so are you working with Buku at all this year um, no, uh, I'm not. I used to be on their street team for four years, but mm-hmm. that was mostly during college, and I just had so much going on and trying to take a step back from social media, so mm-hmm. um, I stopped doing that a few years ago, but I fucking love Buku. I hope to be involved in some capacity. Um, it's one. Of, it's literally what started my passion for festivals yeah. and live music back in 2013, so shout out to Buku always. I'm repping a Buku shirt right now. Shout out, yeah. Buku. Do you think they're going to get canceled? Because I know they, they shut down um, Jazz Fest. They shut down Voodoo. Shut down Gretna Fest. Gretna Fest. What? Gretna Fest. Do you think Buku is going to happen? I think so, with proof of vaccinations mm. and everything. Um, I'm going to Bonnaroo in 19 days. Mm. I think that's going to happen. Um, I'm fully vaccinated. I support vaccinations. Do it. Mask up. This shit's real. Like, people lost their livelihoods, me being one of them, and I just started to get it back. Yeah. And to have these cancellations happen again is really taxing because mm-hmm. that's also another avenue for my work. Yeah. Is that like I'm hired with a few different teams that do staff and work festivals. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of watching that. Even for Bonnaroo, I'm volunteering like during the festival to pay for my ticket. Like I can't 
pay for a Bonnaroo ticket every year I've gone I've volunteered in some capacity so you know I hope it doesn't get cancelled because yeah last year it was cancelled and then there was this whole thing they were like oh we're gonna do it later on this year and and then that didn't happen and they're like all right next year for sure guys going bigger and better than ever yeah i haven't been to a festival since pre-covid i've been to shows and stuff but yeah i miss the miss the festival life man oh for sure i'm really i'm really ready to get back into it like i can't wait for have you been to any festivals recently no no it's gonna be bonnaroo that's gonna be bonnaroo would be the one that's gonna be a a fucking crazy one if it goes through you know who's on the lineup in bonnaroo tipper Tipper, Lizzo, Tame Impala, Megan The Stallion, Detox Unit, bunch of people. It's it's gonna be great. Um, It's Labor Day weekend. Usually Bonnaroo is during like my birthday time because my birthday's in June, so I'm Mm -hmm. usually like celebrating a birthday at Bonnaroo. Um, But this year it's gonna be Labor Day, but that's tight because I'm taking vacation days to go to motherfucking Bonnaroo. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and then. Labor Day were off, so I had to take advantage of that corporate life. And I was like, wait, Bonnaroo's fucking Labor Day weekend? You best believe I'm going. Uh oh. Oh no! Uh oh. It's time! <laughs> this is. <laughs> Enough of that. Sorry about that. But it is the first segment. Of the show. Numero uno. Um, if you've been keeping up with us, you know it's about to go down. It's three questions, three shots. Three up, three down. Three up, three down. So, I have three I questions, Kaliana. I also have three shots. Jockmo, if you would if you'd grab the shots oh, yeah, out of yeah, the refrigerator. Uh, grab the, um, the ones on the bottom of the refrigerator. So... While he's doing that, I'll explain. There's three questions. Oh, wait. Actually, the one's on the top. My bad. My bad. It's three questions, three shots. So we have three shots here. It's going to be of our banana liqueur from the first episode. No more banana liqueur. This We ran out of it on the shots. But I have three shots here. I have three questions you have 10 seconds to answer each question correctly. If you answer it wrong, dunzo. That's a shot. But, 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 if you answer it correctly, one of us will take the shot for you. It's no big deal with the drunk yard dogs. Right? The dogs. So the questions. She looks like she knows her stuff, though. Looks I like think she knows her stuff. I think attention, you know? the questions are going to be based on the drink history of the Dirty Martini. From earlier in the episode. For early in the episode. So let's get into it. (laughs) So, (laughs) first question. 10 seconds. First question. Um, Besides vodka or gin, what is the main alcohol component of the martini? Vermouth. That's correct. It's vermouth. I'll take that one. All right, Giacomo Dog will take that. All right. Very well. Okay. That was pretty good. good. That good was job. pretty good. Maybe okay. she has a little bartending experience in that, that job history. Without a doubt. <laughs> what is the name of the president 
who like to drink and serve dirty martinis in the White House. FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Franklin Dirty. That's correct! It's Franklin Dirty <laughs> Dirty <laughs> Delano Roosevelt. Alright. Very well. I'll take that shot. She's about to bust our ass, bro. We'll see. We'll see. We've only had this happen once before. <laughs> Last question. In 1901, there was a bartender who started muddling his olive garnish into the martini, thus creating the precedent for the dirty martini in New York. What was that bartender's name? John Connors. What was that? John Connors. John (laughs) O'Connors. No, it's John O'Connor. I just said John O'Connors. <laughs> you said Connors. What the fuck does that matter? It matters. His name is John O'Connor, not O'Connors. There's only one John. So. All right, give it. <laughs> but you know I got that. was pretty right. damn good. It was pretty close. It was pretty close. It was a syllable off. Yeah. You did very well. We're actually very amazed. Oh, cheers. Oh, well, cheers. <laughs> Well done. Uh, that banana is not going good with the, the olive. Oh. Why did I do this? Why does this happen? Silly banana. Well, what were we talking about before this? Was it something of importance? Were you talking about something? Uh, I don't remember. I got a question. Question! Who has had the most positive impact on your life to date? Hmm. Uh, it'd have to be my Nana. Shout out to my Nana. Yeah, big shout out. Big shout she out. left me a house. Damn. In her will, I got a house. Oh, wait, uh, she passed. She died in 2018. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry about that. RIP yeah. Nana. I so you have a house now? Yeah. So you live there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live there. <laughs> January 2018, my great aunt, so my grandmother's sister, passed. Um, she left me and my older sister each a house right next door to each other. But the catch was that this house was like badly hoarded in for like 30 years. And even though this was one of my closest relatives, I had never been inside their house except for like once when I was small. So I don't really remember. But yeah, so I inherited a house and when she died, I walked in and it was straight up like the episode of Hoarders, there was just one pathway to get inside of the house. There was trash. Uh, we found crazy shit. I found just so much random shit, like 16 guns. There was like a dead dog. There was a cat skull. Like Jeez. it was, oh, fuck. it was a lot. Um, I don't money? really talk too much about it. Only people like close to me know. I haven't like posted anything about it because mm. it's just such a, it's a very overwhelming and, you know, it's very much a blessing because I was yeah. left like a, you know, fully paid off house. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was too. My sister subsequently sold hers, but I still have mine. And it was a process to clean it. It took months. It took mm-hmm. some really awesome people to help me out. Finally cleaned it, gutted that bitch. And because I was a 21-year-old girl renovating a whole house, I seriously got screwed over by some contractors. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wasn't as dedicated and focused. I was just kind of, you know, just graduated college, Mm -hmm. not wanting to get into a job, had this house but was so overwhelmed, didn't know what to do with it. And I got really screwed over. But 
it took time, but I was able to move in May 2019. So all the interiors renovated. It looks dope. I got a few hundred skull, sugar skulls around the whole entire place. A few hundred. You already know, <laughs> no like more, casually, a no few more hundred. Cat skulls, just yeah, sugar no, skulls. no more cat skulls. Just really decorative sugar skulls to commemorate because it was my trash kingdom. And now it's my trash home. <laughs> but no, for real. It, it's a, I home. can joke about it now looking back. It was a very, very big experience. It taught me a lot of patience. But like without that house and it being, you know, my sheltered, perfect two bedroom, two bath for me and my daughter, I probably would have been very bad off during the pandemic or even homeless because the money I was getting from unemployment was substantial. But, mm-hmm. you know, rent and things Pay like that rent. are expensive yeah. yeah so i'm i'm lucky i don't ever forget that blessing because i have that stability i'm able to do things and maybe take more risks with my careers and some of the opportunities i do get involved with but yeah so nice. shout out to my nana she <laughs> changed my life um if your nanas are out there <laughs> you love them Call extra them hard no, you love them. right now yeah because every phone call that you miss it's gone mm. once it's gone so to get sad on that but also like big ups totally gutted renovated a house and made it my own nice how was that process oh it was Was fucked it It was fucked because i'm like a gemini i'm hella indecisive so picking every room in my house is a different color like my fucking living room's like a type of green my kitchen's orange my daughter's room's pink like my bathroom's purple like it's just every single room like Mm-hmm. so mood. just the design aspect was stressful um obviously just the contractor and like guys and people working on your house is just terrible when you really don't know what you're talking about or mm-hmm. you know but now that the process is over i can just like sit back and literally look around and i'm like okay it's done you know it took me months to fucking clean this place mm-hmm. um a lot of that all that burden was on me i don't have a big family a lot of my family was like whoa that's a lot so a lot of it was on me and the house was in bad off condition so i had to literally like mask up like ventilator mask before they were a thing thing i was using it because i was scared of like what i was inhaling and i had to tyvek suit like a full body suit like big ass boots just to go inside my house and then it was like me going back in time just figuring out like what happened here because it was just so badly hoarded in it's like i could tell the layers of the degree of hoarding it was like uh telling the life yeah it was like a fucking carbon it was only for 30 like there's i mean there's like family history that plays into it you know like my nana she wasn't really the hoarder it was like more her partner that she was with for 30 years so like he Mm -hmm. had hoarding capabilities and then it's like once you're in that situation your whole house is hoarded yeah because once you're like old and it gets overwhelming i I can't really understand why, but all I know is that it's a really, it's a mental illness and I understand Mm -hmm. it now. And I think it's something that develops over the years. So if you know somebody that's going through that with a messy ass house, or you kind of see that you need to speak up and help Mm -hmm. them now because it only gets worse. And then if, when they are to pass, it's all on you. Like that shit was crazy it too. was really crazy but you know what what doesn't kill us makes us stronger i'm looking True. forward the positive came out of the hella negative what i was saying earlier like mm-hmm. you know i've been through some shit but like i'm not even gonna let that get me down because i feel like i'm just more resilient it probably feels so much better too now that everything's done and like you're like sitting back and you're like i fucking did all of yeah that. it like, does feel great the outside looks like shit but like i pay homeowners and we'll deal you, with that once the hurricane like comes per- 
before photos and like you had like comparisons or anything like that? Yeah, I can sure show y'all later. Was it was it's insane. Wild. Yeah. Shout out to you for making that happen. It's a hustler, dude. What do you expect? Let's get into some topics. Oh, sorry about that. Now you got, you got any topics? A little too wild. <laughs> a little too wild. What you got? What you got? Um, I know everybody's thinking about it. We are. I know you guys. Uh, you guys really want to talk about this topic. I can't right stop here. thinking about it. I know. I can feel it. I can. I know you. I can feel it on you too, Kaliana. So, <laughs> two days from now, Monday, August sixteenth, New Orleans will join New York and what is it? L.A. as well. I think or San Francisco. San Francisco. We will join those the ranks of those great cities. And now, if you want to go to a bar, you want to go to some inside event, some concert, you need a vaccination card. It's official. Yeah. New Orleans will now be checking for your vaccine mm-hmm. if you're trying to go into the public. So Yeah, pretty much any local business, I want to say. Yeah. I, I was hearing that all the contractors need to be vaccinated. Anybody that's doing work on people's houses or mm-hmm. businesses. So... Yeah, we're in there. So I know you said you were vaccinated. What do you make of this? Do you think this is an intrusion on rights? Is it the correct course of action for New Orleans? What do you What do you make of this? Um, I think it is. I think everyone should get vaccinated. Um, I'm just going to ask you, have you ever known anyone who's ever gotten polio? No. You? Have you? Uh, we were just talking about this yeah. earlier. Do you want to like, know why? I was talking about the chicken pox. <laughs> because there shit. is a vaccine that's been around more than our whole lifetimes for mm. polio. The same thing with so many other things. Um, If this shit wasn't politicized, it would be considered different. This is public health. Like, people, like, tell me, oh, I want to look into the studies and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you don't even test your drugs. Shut up. (laughs) Like, you don't care about studies. You did Molly from Jimmy down the street last week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, just get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Wear a mask. You probably put worse things in your body that will harm you more that you don't even know or think are safe. That was my thought process. Yeah. I was like, I probably I've probably done put way worse. worse done way worse body. than this. So, I mean, that's just how this is. This is a natural part of life. Viruses, disease. We just happen to be living through one of those times. We are living through it. And, like, I can say as a mother, you know, like, I'm very fortunate to have had a child in a time where there are so many vaccines and advancements in medical history because 100 years ago, People were having kids and they were like dying. So they, they had a shit ton dick. of them. We're living in the safest times ever. So, yeah, this has happened. This is natural. We need to learn from it. We need to grow from it. Um, I've had so much of my work and a lot of, you know, my life, as many have, uprooted by this pandemic. And it really just started to reach, like, oh, the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, demand vaccines because if people can bitch about everything being canceled, it's like, why? You know, you have to get vaccinated to mm-hmm. go into schools. You have to go to va- get vaccinated to go into other countries sometimes. So sometimes before you start a job, you have to have all your vaccinations. Exactly. Just shoot the shot. Like it's just you can't go to college without vaccinations. For my new job, I got a tuberculosis vaccine because yeah. I didn't have the record for it. Exactly. Yeah. So like and now you, you feel safer because yeah. like that was a little late. A little late, a little late. I think I had it. I just didn't have the document. Oh, okay, okay. So they, so just they were just like, well, like we'll give you another one. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So, Yeah, shout out to New Orleans for being on top of that because we've seen it way worse. I, you know, did a little traveling during the pandemic last year, and New Orleans was bad off. You know, I went to yeah, Indianapolis we were, we were last July, spots. and they were like, COVID what? 
There yeah. were no masks. There was live music. <laughs> uh, they were at a bar, and I was like, oh, "What?" My city is completely shut down right yeah, now. Yeah, so that's another thing. It's like we're a major city. We're a very indulgent city. So much and it's hospitality. A t- it's a tourist hub. Yeah. So yeah. so just like get fucking vaccinated and chill out. Like that's fair. Do you guys predict pre- uh, predict any uh, uh. protests will happen in New Orleans over this? Uh. I don't know. They call us the Big Easy. Yeah, I feel like reason, we're not going to you know? care. I feel like we're not going to care on like two fronts. Like if they are protests, they die out pretty easy mm-hmm. or pretty quickly around here. I, I like mean, it's you see that all the people ending up in the hospital are people that are yeah. unvaccinated. So it's kind of like, Ugh. all right, put two and two together. And if you really don't want to get vaccinated, don't participate in these things. And, you know, Darwinism is not dead. <laughs> it's about to make a big comeback. But yeah, I think people aren't going to care on two fronts. The people aren't going to care that you have to have vaccinations. But then at the same time, I feel like the people that are going to be in charge with checking vaccinations, they're not going to give a fuck. Like, if you're going to go to a bar, it's like a dive bar or something, they're barely checking the IDs. I, I just feel like they're going to take one glance at the card and be like, all right. Right, yeah, that's what go. I was saying. Yeah, earlier, like I was like, dude, you could pull up to the club in New Orleans with a Sam's Club's card, and they'll just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, looks good. Now, only if they get advanced with it, that's when, like, if they have to use some kind of database, well, that's they, the only way they're they can, trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to get everybody to download LA Wallet or whatever. Yeah, I had my vaccination the LA it's, Wallet. Yeah, it automatically like automatic. comes up. Yeah, automatically so like, comes up. Yeah, you know, so check I know some mine. people that got that fake vaccination. You know, I know no, it's not personally. Gonna, it's not going to work. And it, it's not going to work. It's I feel like that's work. even worse. Like, it is what worse. The for fuck? Sure. Just get yeah, vaccinated. I hope he gets ticketed. But it's <laughs> yeah, a whole thing. I'd be thing. afraid, afraid of a federal crime right there. They actually, um, thousands Fraud. of fake vaccination cards got uh, intercepted by New Orleans police. Seized. Yeah, a whole package. So Somebody was about to cash out. For sure, somebody's about to become the, the king's cashing out like on cards. just printing out fake fucking vaccination cards, dude. It could I Man. guess it could be any one of us, but I don't know. Hmm. You know, I don't have a printer, so you know. I don't either. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone has a printer anymore. <laughs> that's the that's the tough part. You got to have a printer, dude. <laughs> you got to have a printer. You got to get the good Photoshop. It's just you might as well just get the fucking shot. Fuck it. Yeah, but I, I got something now. You know, we topic change. Topic Gear shift. change. What do y'all think about? I'm sure you heard about this. This the celebrity shower debate. Have you heard anything about celebrity this? showers? Do they or do they not? There's a bunch of celebrities do they saying not shower. Yeah, they're they're Some like don't. we don't shower like for weeks and shit. Like if you, if you don't if you don't sweat. Kutcher, yeah, like Kunis. Ashton. Yeah, and then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal got involved. Terry Crews. Uh, He's like if you don't Jake sweat. Gyllenhaal. No. If you don't sweat, you don't have to shower, and so. There's like a whole shower debate going on right now. I'm gonna go off on a small tangent right now. Just, I'm a big fan of, of Hall, but I feel like people <laughs> just hate him for no reason. And now this, it, yeah, they're not yeah. gonna like this. They're not. <sighs> right. I could tell. You could kind of tell though. You look at Jake Gyllenhaal. You'd be like, yeah, he probably doesn't shower <laughs> all the time. But uh, what, what's your take on that? What's your take on the shower debate? How often I've should a person shower? Of- what you're talking about with the celebrities and oh, showering man. like you that's, will, that's, you on, now, that's now, on them it was now that i brought meme. it up you, you'll yeah my phone's it. gonna you know send me articles apparently yeah. like when i it's scroll gonna be like oh you were talking about shower and celebrities. Uh, and celebrities yeah no um i literally took a shower right before i got here because it felt great nice i like me. showers as well so i just spent a hell of amount of money on a brand new bathroom in my renovated house so guess what i'm gonna shower <laughs> from my rain shower head 
Oh, That's damn. how I'm going to start my day. Yep. And, like, I mean, at least every other day. That's what I tell, like, me and my child. Like, every other at day least. I shower. Yeah. I don't wash my hair every day. I wash my hair twice a week, but I okay. shower every other day. Or every I shower day. every day, but I wash my hair every other day. Mm. And that's my routine. Okay. Okay. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I'm not, like, a long shower person either. I don't, what, what about y'all? Yeah, like, why dwell? Uh, Just I'm get not it a, done. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, it depends on what Some I'm, people take like 20 going to 40 minute showers You know they like really Yeah and they probably don't pay fast. their water bill Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pay my pay water, water bill, bill and I'm like let's Yeah we gotta roll <laughs> Yeah Unless it's like one of those like I'm super stoned Like I gotta shave my legs like vibe a little bit I got yeah. the music playing you're Okay. Vibing, you're vibing. But even after that it's you still like let's, You can only yeah. dwell on so much <laughs> Yeah Like get out of there <laughs> Just sitting in there thinking but also, I stay so busy that I'm like, all right, I got to shower, and then I got to... Yeah, especially, you got, like, three jobs yeah. to do. Yeah, and, and I'm like, like let right. me just that's, pack that's all my bags. Right I wanted to ask about that. How do you go about, like, your scheduling? Do you, is that just something you kind of go with the flow with? Or you oh, just like- fuck no. I wish I used to be that person, but I write shit down. <laughs> I have a planner. It's always in my purse. And, yep, that's it. Because also, I forgot to mention, I have a char-grilled oyster pop-up. What? That I started. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? I'm going to tell you. So <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Uh, it actually started. Uh, it started me, five minutes ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> I and got a text earlier. Beginning, we're, we're in. <laughs> beginning, kind of. But the beginning of the um, year at a friend's New Year's Eve like party, my partner and I decided, like, yo, we're just going to make oysters and, like, char grill them and whatever. But then the party got, like, bigger. People were like, hey, do you want to sell them to us because we were just like yeah we're making oysters for our friends and then it got bigger so then we're like okay so we started selling a few and then like okay. shucking them and stuff and they were like damn these are good we're like alright I didn't know so, you could shuck oysters yeah hmm. yeah you shuck it up that's a skill right there yeah, yeah it's hard. and I have a I have I can crack them open that takes longer but I also have like a mechanism that I can like literally mm. like pull something down and it helps shuck them and then I finish the rest. how often are y'all popping up um so we took a hiatus during the summer. Um, we're called the Garlic Oyster. Follow the Garlic Oyster on yeah, Instagram. Garlic Oyster. Because I also run their Instagram as well. Uh, <laughs> that's like a whole another job for you, just running Instagrams. Yeah, that is. I guess you could say that. Yeah, um, between, right you know, I have one for like I do random art and like creations, but that was more when I was unemployed. I haven't really done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an Instagram for that. I have an Instagram for the fine line. I have an Instagram for the garlic oyster and then my personal Instagram. So, yeah, I kind of bounce between them and just manage them. But we took a break during the summer for the garlic oyster. My partner and I started it, got a lot of momentum, started popping up at Gaza Gaza um, at a few other places. And during the summer, things just get a little bit more busy. So oysters are more plentiful and safer to eat in the months that end in R. So we're starting it back up in September. (laughs) Our first scheduled pop-up is September 10th at Coffee Science NOLA um, on Broad Street. So I'm excited. And then the next day after that, we'll be at the Flagpole New Orleans on Esplanade. Okay. Um, So yeah, follow the garlic oyster and you can come get char-grilled oysters from your girl. So that's another finesse and a hustle that just... It's one of those random things. Like, I like to eat oysters. What's I, the, uh, like, the package? You know, like, how many oysters? I know? mean, you can get a half dozen or you can get a dozen. Okay. Um, so we have different kinds. You know, the regular is just the garlic with the 
garlic butter with the mozzarella and Parmesan mix. Uh, we call that the dat dozen. And then you get the loaded dozen that's like bacon, chives, and cheddar cheese. Mm. And then mm. we got the besto pesto. So that's just like pesto and mozzarella and Parmesan. Mm. Do y'all have like gear or anything yet? Or, you know, like hats or shirts? Um, or actually, so Bailey, the, your previous guest last episode, shout she out, designed our logo because I, I love supporting the homies. I'm always okay. about like, you know, my friends are very talented. I really want to, you know, get their art, get their mm-hmm. input. Bailey designed our logo, so that's all I have right now. But eventually it's I'll get some, start. like, stickers yeah. made and things like that. Because, I mean, we're just starting up, and we got a lot of momentum and positive traction right before the summer. But because the summer just gets a little hectic and busy and, like, mm-hmm. not the best time for oysters, we took a break. And now I feel, like, more energized and I'm ready September on. I'll just be booking dates constantly, popping up places when I can, balancing it between all my other jobs and opportunities as well. Man, man, they don't get tired. Nah, they don't get they tired. Don't, around here. They're on that Kevin Gates mentality for sure. And Fuck, man, Bailey called herself Kevin Gates, so I don't know. You competing? It's that I definitely theory. get tired all the time, but I up. sleep at least like six, <laughs> seven hours up, a night, so I feel good. Like I feel great. This always makes sense because I sleep like four hours a night, and I, don't, I only have one job. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not right. Something's not right. You got um, to start taking some seminars. You, that's what you need to do next, dude. Hold a life coach. I'll just yeah. become your disciple. Become a life coach. I'll be coach. the first. I think that would be, that would be it. And he'll be your first disciple. Next topic. Let's get into it. So. Oh, my handwriting is fucked. What is this? What? I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. This is one thing I wanted to talk about. So, uh, Barack Obama, previous president, shout out 45. Um... No, no, 44, 44. 44. Yeah, yeah. Also, shout out 45. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> so let's get into it. He's he's doing a big birthday bash at um, uh, yeah. the Vineyards. What is it? Martha, Martha's uh, Vineyard? But yeah. this, this was the funniest thing to be. So they had to cut down the guest list. So they had to, like, take certain people out. And one of the people that was, gonna, that was on the guest list that they took out was Larry David. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> inventor of Seinfeld. I just feel like have you guys watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes, I have. Yeah. I just <laughs> I just feel like that could be an episode on its own and Larry David getting just the uninvited from the Barack 100%. Obama. It, it probably <laughs> will be. And it's like it's based on something he did to Barack Obama at a, a previous point that he doesn't remember. Yeah, and he's like, I gotta gotta uninvite you. <laughs> he's just like, ah, goddamn. I, I, I feel like even the invitations in honor though. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. For you sure. thought about me, Obama? Damn, bruv. All right, you know what? I was probably too busy to make it anyway. Oh, okay. I wonder if, like, what was the reason? Like, what was the reason? Why Larry David out of everybody? I guess maybe he had, like, a ranked list, you mm-hmm. know? And they would just, like... Or did he have to sit there and really, like... He was like, yeah, Larry, uh, you know? It's like, this hand Larry, this hand Sarah Silverman. We can only have one Jewish comedian. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Good call, though. Good call. Good call. Well, shout out Larry David. I'm sure it'll make some good comedy. Pretty sure he's going to have a joke about it in the future. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Did you see that Coachella is requiring all guests and workers to be vaccinated? Good. (laughs) Good. They should. They might be setting the tone. 
Yeah. That that might be setting the tone. Well, maybe Bonnaroo comes first. So, may, like, what's the? Do you know what their policy is or anything like that? Um, or? as I mean, I know that they're requiring guests to show vaccination or mm. negative COVID test. Uh, that situation, I'm not sure about employees, but I'm sure it's the same. I'm volunteering with a different group that's associated uh, with. They work for Bonnaroo, but they're not like Bonnaroo okay. themselves. But yeah, fucking get vaccinated if you're about to go in a big group of people. Like, I, I don't know. I can't stress this yeah. enough. Like, I'm so. Like, just, just think it through, bruv. Like, that's Which it. vaccine did you get? I don't Moderna. know if you said this. Moderna? Moderna. Oh, I got Moderna. Uh, Moderna gang. Moderna yeah. gang. Except me. I yeah. got Johnson & Johnson. So I'm hopefully looking for a lawsuit in the near future. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I actually was, like, an election worker for the last election, uh, the 2020. So they're like, apply to be a polling worker because a lot of them are elderly. And I was like, okay, I'll fucking do it. Why not? Yeah. So then they hit me up every election. They're like, hey, because you're an election worker, you can get the vaccine early. So I actually got mm. it in February. Oh. Before, like, my age group, you know, I'm 25 now. So that was, that was pretty. In February, yeah. I, I remember specifically, that's when I was like, I think Moderna and Pfizer, these are going to be good stocks. I, was, I didn't even think about actually getting the vaccine at that time. Yeah, no, I did it. And it was honestly, I fucking cried a little bit. I was driving up. It was in Barrera at the Jefferson <laughs> Parish Health Unit off of Ames, Such and I was driving moment. up. And yeah, I fucking cried because I was like, "Damn, dude! Like the fact that we have a vaccine." Yeah, and, like, that was early, I saw early. the light at the end of the tunnel. I was like, "People are gonna get this," and like nah. it's kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't. I, I, was, I thought I was like, "People are gonna do this, and we're gonna get past it." Because, like I said, it just it stripped away so much. Like because I was living like uh, the dream as far as my career is like mm -hmm. I was working at a venue I did have you know music festival gigs booked and the next thing you know it's like boom, boom. so yeah the yeah. the weekend that it all shut down I literally was like well I might as well be a stripper so I did well. that <laughs> <laughs> because I was bartending at the fine line a few months before that and do they that do wait I'm sorry <laughs> do they do private dances at the fine line uh, we're, there's a private dance area, but, like, we're in Jefferson Parish, and we're actually the last strip club left on the West Bank. That's what I was thinking. I was like, really? they don't there's no, I mean, yeah. I've never even heard of this Scores shut, um, shut down, so we're the last. First of all, hmm. shout out to the Fine Line once again. The owner has owned it since 94. It's actually a Hispanic woman. Hmm. Wow. Um, the reason that I'm related to her is because her son is the bar was the bartender there when my aunt started dancing there. So my mm. aunt started dancing there in the early 2000s. She met my uncle, who's bartending. Oh, They've been together ever heaven. since. Match made in heaven. You know, he's my uncle. That you know, like whatever. That's part of my family. And I remember I used to like drive up and like drop my aunt off at work, and she'd mm. always bring me a sprite. And I was like, okay. And then when I got older, I think I was 14, and I found out she was a stripper there. I was like, oh my god! And I found out it was a strip oh club. God. I was like, okay, wow. And the next thing you know, like at the end of 2019, my aunt's like, yo. We need another bartender. What's good? And I was like, I need money. What's up? <laughs> and they trusted me, and they were like, bartend. And then the cu you know the customers, they'd be like, when are you gonna dance? And I was like, me never. <laughs> me no. <laughs> like I took a pole dancing class every now and then, but I was like, I could never be a fucking stripper, mm -hmm. only because just like how I look, it's not conventional to like most strippers. And once the pandemic happened, I just talked to the owner because her and my aunt were like, no, you're not gonna dance here, like. <laughs> You're, like yeah. my aunt was like you're literally my niece <laughs> yeah. and then no. her mother-in-law was like you're literally like I've known you since you were four no like I you know there's a lot of dynamics to the whole like strip club like shit a Disney movie. yeah so she was like no and then I actually like spitefully went to scores one night and I was like you know what the other club on the west bank I was like I'm gonna mm -hmm. dance at scores and then 
Like I decided club? I hated scores because uh, the girls are mean and it wasn't the environment that I was used to or I liked. Mm. So once the pandemic shut down the Fillmore and all the jobs, I called her. I was like, can I? And she was like, yes. Mm. I was like, my jobs are canceled. So then that weekend, danced for a few nights. was like, I'm a stripper now. And then they also shut down the strip club. So then, Man. yeah. Damn. But I but still pop now. in there. Yeah, I still yeah. pop in there to dance and like shake my ass. I still make money, so... Do you involve the hula hoops at any point? I do. I do involve the hula hoops every now and then. I think that would be an interesting twist, you know, See, so so. the the stage there is, like, shorter. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, like, if it was a little bit taller, I would go the fuck off. Like, I would literally bring my light up one and go the fuck off. We have black Mm -hmm. lights, and I have black light reflective hoops from GM Hoops Limited. Shout out once again. (laughs) But I have those hoops, so I'm able to do that on stage but I'm slightly limited because I don't have that height that I need to like really go the fuck off or like throw it in the air but yeah I definitely I dance and I hoop on stage for sure like that is my thing I will never not hoop in some capacity like if you don't like to see it then just like that would be an interesting place now that I'm thinking about it like a strip club that has like the flow art vibe to it yeah honestly that's definitely a dream of mine would be to like curate like my own like type of club like that and have it more because i also do an aerial hoop Mm -hmm. so it's called the lira um you know it's a hoop in the air and that i think that's very like awesome and i think it'd be great to have like dancers that could do that as well as the pole yeah um i have like a i'm really into pole dancing now i've started to try to like get better at it so i love learning and just experiencing new shit What's, like, the coolest thing you can do on the pole, I guess? Are, do they have names for these moves? Oh, like, all of them have names, and, I, of course, I don't even know half of the fucking right. names. <laughs> the coolest thing that I can do recently, because, like I said, I touch, like, into pole classes when I have time. Uh-huh. And ever since getting, like, my own pole, like, a better one in my house. Uh-oh. It's the second challenge. <laughs> the second challenge! But hold that note. Hold that. We're going to get back to you. I'm gonna make a note of that. Uh, Beyonce, come, um, come on! God, so rude, Beyonce. She is rude. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm so close. How fucking drunk are you? <laughs> it's a drunk yard dogs. I'm trash. This dude's got these uh, fucking what two inch boots on or whatever, <laughs> catching every wire. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah. The second challenge, <laughs> the drunk yard dogs. I got a little banana liqueur on me now. It's, it's fucking gross. Smelling great. Um, but yeah, so second challenge, you know how we do. Um, it is called. Ah, there's no name. This is trivia, basically. In trivia, a way. basically trivia. This is fun. This is like fun trivia. Right here. I don't know what the fuck's happening right there. All right, so we have some dice. Dice. Or whatever. I don't know what the fuck these are. You know, like, I don't... These are some type of dice. One has colors, one has numbers, up to four. Basically, this will determine your drink number, basically. They're all ranked, like, one... What was one again? One is, like, Okay, all right. This is, what, it's one through five? One One through four. So one is just a sip of your drink, truly. I still have this gross, dirty martini. One is... I I might have to get another another one. Truly? Yeah, me too. One is just a sip of your I'll drink. I'll drag that while you explain. One, if you roll a one, that's just a sip. You roll a two, that's two sips. You roll a three, that's going to be a half shot. Four, regular size shot. So this is this is our half shot right here, just so you can see. 
see the amount. There's a half shot amount. Just a little bit of the um, the banana left. And for the full shot, we'll split this mini Bacardi shot at Walmart into three of these glasses for the full shot. Yes. But also, there's a second part. There's a second part. The second part is, so they have these questions here. It's where am I? What am I? And who am I? And basically, it's just real simple just to get a little example for the who am I it starts like it's just quite it's like basically statements and then it's going to be you versus Marcus here so this is a challenge I'm going to give the statements and you guys are going to have to like pretty much quickly guess what it is and so it starts off who am I I am a director I passed on directing the first Harry Potter film I am Drew Barrymore's godfather I made you afraid of water in 1975. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. That was pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I had no idea. But yeah, that was right. So see, and then yeah, so y'all are like racing against each other, and then the loser, whichever you know the number lands on, that'll be the drink. Color will determine what car you play, and for the last part of this challenge, it's the hard ass questions. Oh, the hard ass questions. It's just two questions. So They're I literally can, called hard ass. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so if you if if you have to drink, you can basically double or nothing on the hard ass question. If you get one of the two questions right, then you don't have to drink. But if you get it wrong, you have to double whatever your drink number was. Probably cool. Won't do cool. That. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's let's do it. You want to roll first? Yeah. <laughs> so we got two, two in green. What is two again? I already forgot. Two is two sips. Alright. Two sips. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. Ready? So yeah. who is just whoever answers first? Yeah, whoever answers first, so here we go. Where am I for green? I am an island. I am world famous for my pizza. Sicily. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> um, I'll take two sips here. I did, I made myself a little vodka soda earlier. Okay, okay. You want to uh, roll? That shit looks like water, bro. Yeah, all the ice <laughs> I'm rolling. Here's a little ASMR for you guys. It's three a three and, and a blue. blue. Blue is what am I? Are y'all ready? What's three? Ready. That's like a half shot or three something? Three is going to be half shot of the banana. Okay. Ready? Ready? What am I? Yes. I am an animal. <laughs> Water is my home. Fish. No. Don't confuse me with the fish. Is the Dolphin. Third. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Half shot? <laughs> Or you could double in nothing if you want to try to answer the smart-ass question. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Double or nothing. Or the hard-ass question. My bad. <laughs> All right. Hard-ass question number one. So does she answer it just herself? Yeah, it's just, it's just, right. this is just a bonus round thing now. There's two questions. If you get one of them right, then you're good. Which Central American country refers to its locals as Ticos and Ticas? Costa Rica. That is correct. How do you Damn. know that? Oh, <laughs> international business major with a minor in Spanish. Piora vida. Oh, no. 
So what does that mean for me? Uh, I guess you, you can drink. Yeah, shot. fuck it. You drink yeah, now. <laughs> Unless you can add... Nah. Triple or I nothing. I was not expecting her to get the first one, at least. <laughs> I didn't think so at all. We got a smart motherfucker in here. A smart hustler. All right. The degree was made for this. All right, your role. That, at least that question for sure. It was definitely made. All right, we got four in green. So four is going to be a full shot of the Bacardi, but it's also kind of half shot, like, whatever. All right, we have where am I? You guys ready? How many shots we got? Okay. I'm a European city. My favorite sport is football. Barcelona. Nope. London. I'm, yeah. What is? Oh, that's a shot. That's a shot right there. Unless you want to double or nothing. All right. Whoa! This isn't fair. Here we go. I feel like I should be able to challenge the double or nothing. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All if right. she gets the first one, then we'll we'll give you we'll a challenge. But if she gets it. the second one, then you just fuck. All right. That's just how it is. What is the southernmost latitude where the sun can shine directly overhead? That's a fucking hard ass question. What's the next one? <laughs> the next one is in Game of Thrones. Where is the home for House Stark, whose motto is winter is coming? Winterfell. That is correct. <laughs> My daughter is named after Arya Stark. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I... Shout right. out, Arya. This, this is ridiculous. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You want to go now? All right. We're going to go halftime. We're going halftime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bathroom. Oh, yeah, I got to bring you inside. I feel like this double or nothing, I don't know. This guy's scared now. I don't know, I'm already I'm already two small shots in. Doesn't seem fair. But I'll go ahead and roll. <laughs> there we go, get a little of that ASMR. Blue and one, one. and a okay. blue. Just a sip, just a sip here. Yeah, this one won't be so bad. What am I? I'm an economic belief. I am not a reli- or I am not religious. Capitalism. Marxism. My party is not known for being fun. Linist. My curtain did not cover a window. I began with a manifesto. Uh, red communism. Is red is my favorite communism. color. Communism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the Iron Curtain. The Communist Manifesto. Yep. Take a sip of this dirty martini. Mm. All right, next. I'm only gonna do a couple more rounds of this. <laughs> One in orange. Look, it's just sips, dude. That martini's killing you. All right, who am I? Ready. I am an animal from children's literature. I am a wonderful thing. Bear. Elephant. I am the star of a popular movie from 2000. Lion. Dalmatian. I live in the hundred acre wood. Bear. Winnie the Pooh. I know Christopher Robin. Donkey. Piglet. On the t- tiger. Friend. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> she, knew, she knew the characters, so she just had to start naming them. <laughs> Ugh. 
I mean, you could try to do the smart ass question, you know. That's you don't true. That's true. <laughs> Three orange. orange. Another who am I? Ready? A half shot. Right. With banana. I am a politician. I am in the I am in the wrestling hall of fame. Donald Trump. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> I was killed by a man whose brother rescued my son. John F. Kennedy. I made John Thanksgiving McCain? a national holiday. What? Teddy Roosevelt. Counting my hat, I was seven feet tall. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Abraham Lincoln's on the wrestling he's, hall of fame. He's in the wrestling hall of fame, apparently. What? I, I have no idea. That that was right. I though. wish we had a fact tracker. How, how do y'all want to go about that? Want a smart off, smart ass challenge against smart each other? Smart ass off. All right. Hmm. Who wants the first or second question? Y'all want to rock paper scissors over that or something? Should we just go, go both go for the same question? All right. Yeah, we can go ahead. All right. All right ready? Yeah, yeah. First question. Prior to appearing on Britain's Got Talent and becoming an overnight success, which singer had only ever been employed for six months as a cook? Susan Boyle. Damn. (laughs) I feel like that's double. I I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm just going to do this one. That was fucking good. I'm only doing two more rounds of this. I dreamed a dream. (laughs) All right. Damn, dude, we, we got the game master in the building. Hustler, yeah, game master. The... Like, what the hell are we supposed to do? So, I have a photographic memory. Is it, is it you? you? There you go. Is it you? Is it me? Uh, I think it's you. I think. I don't know. I really can't remember. Did you roll last time? Four, Four and an orange. Who am I again? This is going to be for the Bacardi shot. I am a rapper. My legal name is Tracy Marrow. My favorite ladies are Coco and Chanel. Ice tea. Yeah. <laughs> the next line was I star in Leprechaun in mm. the hood. I'll do the hard ass question. Oh no. Right, here we go. Which common British bird released in New York City as a non-native species is now considered an invasive pest for damaging crops and spreading disease? What's the next one? (laughs) All right, next question. Which ancient Japanese men's sport requires purifying the ring with salt before a competition? Sumo? Damn, dude, what? she's good, bro. All right, I'm going <laughs> yeah. for also hard-ass question. Uh-oh, uh-oh, reverse. a reverse. Okay, let's see what we got. If you get this right, I'll drink the shot. <laughs> Fair enough. What country forms the tip of the Horn of Africa and was the location of the events in the film Black Hawk Down? Somalia. That is correct. Damn, y'all were fucking smart, bro. I should have been on Quiz Bowl. It was just Shout me. Shout out. Me? This one. Advanced Study Schools program. Yeah. <laughs> Jefferson Parish. Magnet she did not fail ye. I guess we can keep going until one of us takes one I of these. I was in academic games for seven years. Uh, 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 we got a net. Uh-oh. Doesn't seem fair now. Doesn't seem fair anymore. That's why she's so damn good at the games. No, I'm not. All, we like, actually never did trivia. Games. It was just presidents. That was only mm-hmm. trivia. So. All right. All right. Academic games is in Quiz Bowl. One. Green. Well, let's see how well you know your geography, because this is where am I. I'm not an international business major, but I'll see what I can do. I am big and round. Globe. I am more than four billion years old. Jupiter. I am a natural satellite. The moon. The moon, yeah. 
<laughs> you were just fucking throwing out. <laughs> what was that? That's One? just a sip. Oh, yes, yeah, just a sip. I'll just do. Oh, you're going to do the smart ass question? No, no, no. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just take a sip. Why, why even? All right, next. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah, next, next. Or should I roll? I'll roll. I'll do a roll. Green four. Uh One more Bacardi shot left. Podcast brought to you by Bacardi USA. Where am I? Here we go. I'm a city. I'm located in Europe. I am considered lost. Like, really lost. Rome. I was once a popular Roman resort. Atlantis. My name ends with three vowels. Today I am primarily an archaeological dig site. Pompeii. Yep. Pompeii. Fuck. Pompeii. I'm right, going for the smart ass question. Uh oh. Here we go. Before 1978, what was the commonly known stage name Sorry, for singer songwriter okay. Yusuf Islam? <laughs> they had a second question. Who is it? Wait, wait. What was the first person? What was it? Uh, the shot. Name for singer-songwriter Yusuf Islam. His uh, he goes by Cat Stevens. Yeah, you know, I think that's the the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. All right, the, we'll know. just do no matter what. The next one is going to be this shot, and we'll. The we'll second question though was when was the transcontinental railroad completed, connecting the West Coast with rail lines to the East? What material was the final spike made of? I have no idea. Probably steel. Titanium. Gold. Who would have known? Yeah. What Not year? me. Uh, didn't say. Didn't say. So. so, yeah, I guess just roll it for the color. We'll do it for the last banana. All right. Here we go. Anybody want to roll for the color? Let's have our guests do it. Okay. Roll it, Liana. Orange. Orange. Which is, who am I? Ooh, I'm good at this one. I am a comedian. I had bit roles in Waterworld and The X-Files. My parents worked on the Hubble Space Telescope. <laughs> I tenaciously pursue my rock career. David Duchovny. Jack Black. I, yep, Jack Black. <laughs> it was a tenaciously thing. Oh. You want to go for the double or nothing? Yeah. Here we go. Might have a face-off here for the last one. Which ditching occupation shares a name with a stinky place for wastewater? What? It's a weird question, but when you <laughs> when you get the name, you're like, oh. <laughs> What's the next what? one? What? Which Ohio town on Lake Erie shares a name with an ancient multicultural city in Spain? Lebanon. Toledo. Lebanon. Toledo. Fuck. And the other question, the other answer was a sewer. Or like a sewer. Sewer. Oh, no. like sewer. Ha, ha, ha. All uh, right, I'll take it. <laughs> One tiny shot for you. <laughs> and that completes the second game. <laughs> you actually did really good. Like way better than you did, this guy. You did for do sure. very well. <laughs> I've, uh, I've had like five tiny shots. But that's this no guy's going to be donezo at the end of this. It's fine to drunk your dogs. is what we do. We get drunk. That is true. That is true. And y'all were killing the hard-ass questions. I'll give both of y'all that. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty 
Well, she had experience. She had that academic games experience. Um, like I said, she's academic, academic games, games she's an international questions. business major. And, yeah, you with know, a minor so in, in Spanish. The, the, the My advantage is that I'm an intelligent woman and always have hey. been and always will be. Smartest woman I've Shout ever known. Shout out to intelligent women. And w- on that note, since you came on, you played the game. You basically you beat game. this man's ass. What's a, oh, I thought you were empty. I was like, I'm going to have to get you another truly, too. But since you came on, you did all of that. We have a very special gift for you. If you would just reach above you, they have this little cabinet right here. There's a cabinet. And they have a special gift. What is in there? What? Just for you. What that, is that? That is a Hanna-Barbera collector's box. And if Hanna-Barbera's collector's box? Hanna-Barbera is the person who created like Yogi Bear, Scooby-Doo, uh, maybe the Jetsons, I think. Uh, a lot of Cartoon Network cartoons. Um... Yeah, so I don't know exactly. Oh, yeah. Why is that opening up? <laughs> this is the other secret compartment. There's nothing there. There's, There's nothing a lot of different there. secret compartments around here. We got the mailbox. We got that. It's the yard. What do you expect? So you got Hanna-Barbera collector's item box. All right, we want to see you open it. We want to know what's inside. Because all I do know open is there's it. a cereal bowl. Open <laughs> Are you a fan of Scooby-Doo? Or? Duh. Okay. <laughs> I literally have a Scooby-Doo suit, and I was Scooby-Doo with my whole friend group in high school as the mystery gang. I just took a bunch of LSD sugar cubes and, like, tripped around Metairie. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. True story. did happen. And you were scooby I still have Did you dress suit. like Scooby-Doo uh, then? Without a fucking doubt. Oh, okay. I still have the Scooby suit, dude. You really went into the role then. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Can you give us your best Scooby-Doo uh, impression? No, because I respect him too much. Oh, damn. Okay. I respect that. I respect, I respect him too much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the best I can do. He's got it. So I can't look, do it. I definitely We have a mystery rank. machine sticker. Oh, okay. Okay. We got, what is this? A Yogi Bear fleece blanket. Dang. Okay. I was curious what was all what was in there. Well, now you know. A Scooby-Doo drinking glass. Oh. Scooby-Doo drinking glass. We might have to pour that up. Scooby Doobie. Scooby Doobie Doobie Cannot stress the Doobie. Oh my god, it's a pair of Tom and Jerry socks. Tom and Jerry's the Oh, oh Tom and Jerry, that's a classic. I that remember. That's a classic. And the, oh my god, silica gel, you oh. guys. <laughs> had, that, to, that, had to do it with the silica gel. You gotta cap it off with the silica gel. We have this dope ass little bowl with all the characters. Oh, Could yeah. be for cereal or dog food. Or just I guess anything. Anything know. that you want to put Anything. Water. Soup and then maybe. Pasta. Discount code. Hey. Ooh, discounts. No, that's it. So that was awesome. Thank you. Oh wow. Thank I'll you for coming this. on. That was awesome. That was our surprise right there, just seeing what was all in the I'm box. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> surprised. Surprised day. So there you go. Answers now you, one in the question. Now you got like Buku Scooby Doo gear and Tom and Jerry socks. Like those are gonna go kill it with these boots you got on. Like Forget I, about the cameras. I don't even know if they could. There you go. Those boots are fire. They fuck. Where did you get them? Those boots fuck. Did you get those at Jam Hoops? No. Um. There was this like random Instagram that hit up my friend, and they were like, "We want to sponsor you." They're called Yes We Vibe. Uh, it took like four months to come in. It looks like they vibe hard as hell. Yeah, they They're vibe. Dope. My chakras are aligned. Because <laughs> um, of these boots, so. All right. Okay. I don't want to like promote them because I'm not getting endorsed to, and like 
they obviously are based out of China and just like uh, mass producing chip. But like honestly, the boots stand up and they look dope. So fuck. Yeah. Are I they comfortable? They were, uh, I thought they were yeah, they're Ralph. comfortable as fuck. Comfortable and waterproof. Right now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I wear them in the rain. Well, I wear them whenever. Rainable. Hmm. Well, now you can wear them with the Tom and Jerry side. So I I can stunt. Stunt on them with the Hanna Barbera collection. Straight that from the Drunkyard Dogs. Wow. So let's get back into what you were talking about. I yes. forgot. I didn't write it down. I'm sorry, guys. But you were Man. saying something of some importance before we got into this I'll mess of a see. second challenge. I can't really re- It was something to do. You were with- asking me what's, like, my favorite thing or my trickiest thing so far to do on the poll. That, yeah, that's what I was Ooh, thinking. Yeah. And I was like, I think yeah. that was it. So that was it. Sure. I'm telling you, that's exactly what we were talking about. Let's um, get she into knows, it. She knows, dude. She knows. So, I like believe. I said, I'm like starting, you know. If you want to add on a new job, if you want to be an assistant to the podcast, we have an opening right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we do if have an opening. On, this chair used to be You don't even have to come on every week, but every now and then, if you want to show up and be an assistant host, you already got, know. Yeah, bring. I'm here for the soft roast, the hard roast, the medium roast. Yeah, and then come and be a host. I know people. There you go. So we definitely for thought, and that's for anybody listening as well. Anybody, if you there is an opening. (laughs) If you want to, if you want to come on the podcast and be a third host, basically, come on. We got. If you want to come on and be a third host, just do it. Hit us up. Follow us us on Instagram, Drunkyard Dogs D A W G S. OnlyFans coming soon. Yep. Or you can go to our website drunkyard.dog and you can message us like personally too. I don't know yeah. if a lot of a lot of people don't utilize that. We have, feature an, in, we have an intern. We have an intern checking the messages on the website twenty four seven. So if you guys email us, the intern will get back to you. Yes, they will. And also shout out to Truly. Shout you know out Truly, how we keep our it. official Truly sponsor. Punch. We got Truly Fruit Punch and Berry Punch, and I had a Citrus Punch earlier. And our guest had a tropical punch, which is to me the best flavor. Boy, Baby is blue. that smooth! Thank you, truly. Yes. Uh, follow us on TikTok, <coughs> Drunkyard Dogs, DAWGS. We just had a very viral truly post happen. Go peep that as well. Like it, share it to your friends. There you go. You have any dogs? Yeah, hella. Hella dogs. <laughs> hella dogs. Like real dogs or cool, just dogs. Oh, like, like just- my homies. That's yeah, what I thought sure. you meant. As far as animal <laughs> dogs, dogs, no. Uh, I'm a cat person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> top three homies. Let's go. Shout them out. So top three homies. Sarah at Dwarf Blazing. You already know you're my oh, girl. Oh, yeah. I know her. Shout out, Sarah. I'm actually, I'm going to make this wider. This is a MySpace top eight. Top Who's eight? in your top eight right now? Whoa. Who's in your MySpace top this eight This is crazy. Right I'm putting you on the spot. All right. Shout out, spot. Sarah at Dwarf Blazing. You're That's my girl. one. Shout out Bobby. It's Shout Coffee Bobby. Talk. You already know my Let's nuts. Go, Bobby. It's already said. Number three, it goes out to my man, my partner, Eric. He doesn't have an Instagram, but I love that Shout about out him. Shout partner. Yeah, we run the garlic oyster together. Yeah. Number Let's four go, goes out to my girl, Dayton. I see you. I appreciate you. All right, Dayton. Yeah, we see you, girl. Not just Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Number five goes out to Bailey, who said I was oh, nice. Shout out, shout Bailey. Out we are so alike in so many ways, and I appreciate it. And we're still so different and unique. I love it. Yeah, some fucking Without hustlers for real. I appreciate doubt. y'all work ethic for sure. 
Number six goes out to my friend Ashley. I see you in Colorado. You're growing plants. You're doing you. You're working venues, and I love that for you, Shout bro. Out Ashley in Colorado, Denver. Yep, yep. Number seven goes out to my friend Chelsea at Hoop with Coop on Instagram. You literally inspire me to hula hoop and do everything awesome. You run Infinite Circles Community, and that's fire. Let's go. Big shot. You're one of my NOLA nightlights. You're my girl. And then number eight would have to go out to... Drum roll on eight. Eight's a tough the drunkyard one. That's dogs. Like that. that's hey, last. thank you so much. We're shy. <laughs> <laughs> We're so appreciative. No. <laughs> to make this list means a lot to us. Yeah, no, I might have to extend it to y'all because I mean, <laughs> hey. this opportunity's dope, and like I think y'all should have a shout out. Obviously, yeah, we'll my clout it. shouts Honorable, out your clout. Honorable mention. So I'll I mean, I've it. literally I'll known y'all since I was like a freshman in high school. So that had to be like. At least Back when 10, 11 years uniform. ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. No? Oh, was yeah. a different time. I went to Thomas Jefferson, and then I went to Haynes. So, yeah, I was worried. You went worried. to Haynes? No, no, no. Oh, no. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you like, left and went to Haynes. Yeah, so I used to yeah. duel and roll at UNO my junior year, yeah. and then I would have That's class with the my uniform. homies because y'all were freshmen in college. Yeah. Oh, you and went to I, TJ, and then you went to Haynes? Yeah. Oh, damn, I did a reverse. I went to Haynes, and then I went to TJ. Yeah, no, I went to... Rupal, Thomas Jefferson, and then uh, family circumstances happened. Then I had to transfer to Metairie and live in Metairie and go to Haynes, but like I wouldn't, you know. Now, you had both experiences. Which one was better? It depends for different things. Like Ooh. all my homies were at Thomas Jefferson. I love the colors and the mascot more. Thomas Jefferson will not lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, as soon as I got into Haynes, they were like, this is the track that you need to be on. You want to go to college? They gave me the opportunity to dual enroll my junior year. They gave me a lot of opportunities. Um, I smoked a hell of fucking pot. <laughs> fucking failed my drug test there. Oh, Kicked yeah. off the soccer team. Was mm. a little was part of the THC. Shout out to the Haynes crew, the original <laughs> THC. Edged into my fuck fucking fuck senior ring. <laughs> Shout out. You know who you are. So, uh, yeah, so I, I really fuck with both in different ways. Like, I didn't graduate from TJ. I still have all my TJ homies. I went to their graduation hours before my own. Mm. Um, but I'm not disappointed with how my life turned out and the experiences because I got to have the best of both magnet school worlds. I still yeah. have all my homies from both of them, and I got to tell you that high school ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's who you are now. I peaked at Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Gwen, man. Um, Once again, it's Gwen yeah. Stefani as well. That's hey, also it brings me. me up to a question, which would be, what was your best year of your life so far? Holy shit. Was it the Gwen I'm going to go pee on this. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I'd have to say the best year of my life so far oddly enough might be 2020 because even though the world shut down and everything went upside down before that happened i had lots of opportunities arise to me i was able to go to hula hoop retreat i was able to go to the last festival before the shutdown i was able to find more confidence and different talents within myself i was able to just hang out with my daughter for extended amounts of time without school or work or any obligations just us cooling it lots of puzzles getting done um 
I met somebody that I really care about and I really enjoy being with in 2020. I did do a little bit of traveling, which was tricky, but also interesting. I appreciate that. Um, 2020 definitely had ups and downs, but it was the most progressive and most enjoyable year because if you didn't come out of that year learning something about yourself, your lifestyle, or what you value, then I've, I don't know what to say. That was actually a pretty damn good answer. That was solid. Shout out to 2020. You yeah. didn't even know that that'd be my best year yet, but yeah, you know what? It was a tough what? year, but you went, you made it through. Well, now we're in 2021. We all made it, you know? So I'm that, still vibing. Without so a vibing. doubt. 2020 is your best year? Without a doubt. I feel like, yeah, because there's so much that was given and learned and realized that it's just the catalyst for other things. What do you want to take from that experience? And who do you want to be? What do you want to do for the world and for others around you? Okay. That's it. Profound Liana yeah. in the building. That was pretty good. What about you? You got a, a good... My best year? Yeah, best year? Ever? Um, probably this year right now. Damn. Honestly. Okay. Um, I always wanted... So, first, my favorite age, like growing up, I wanted to be 18. Of course, everybody wants mm -hmm. to be 18. And then you want to be 21. So after 21, I was like, what age do I want to be next? And I don't know why, but I was like, 27. I want to be 27 years old. And now I'm 27, you know? <clears throat> and I had this plan when I was 26. I was just saying, like, by the time I'm 27, I need to have a new job. I need to have my master's. And that's pretty much it. And then after that, I'll figure it out after. And... I made both of those things happen. Year 27. When I become 28, that's going to be my golden birthday. That's going to oh. be my next favorite age. Who are knows you, what's going to happen next year? Are you going to dye your hair all blonde like I did? Probably. <laughs> that, you did that for your golden birthday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my all golden I know birthday is that year. My golden birthday? You everybody? We went to Boomtown and shit? Yeah. Everybody listening, if you fuck with me, you know, I'm Gods in the Rain on Instagram. Everybody that I've ever met is going to be invited to the party of the motherfucking century. I don't know if you guys yes. remember. We, we threw that party back in 2012-ish. Uh, 2012-ish, 2013. Like yeah, that 4th of July bash. Everybody who was anybody, even some nobodies were there. Invite, Yeah, invite whoever you want. I basically. wasn't there. You, you wasn't there so at the, the 4th yeah, of July bash? You probably that heard about it. Nuts, that shit was nuts, That shit was fucking crazy. That shit was crazy. We just invited people and we're like, you can invite anybody you want. Like we That's don't what care. I'm gonna do. That's what I'm what I'm gonna do for my golden birthday. I think I'm gonna rent out a space and like just, just anybody I'm just gonna post on Instagram, maybe give out fucking flyers in real life to just random hey, people. There you go. Anybody who I've ever anybody met anybody who's anybody. Anybody who's anybody, you could be a fucking nobody. I don't give a shit. But if I know you or you know somebody that know somebody that I know, you're in fucking invited. This party's gonna go crazy. Bring every fucking drug you got. Bring every alcohol you got. We will have alcohol. It's gonna be nuts. That Get was ready. the first party I went to where like they played beer pong the entire time with like mm. 100 plus people, 200 plus people, whatever. Mm. And they didn't run out of beer. Like like every game was played with beer and they yeah. did not run out of beer. Like We didn't like, run out of anything. So many people brought shit. Like, Cause it was just like invite anybody and bring anything you can. That shit was nuts. But yeah, I want to have a party that tops that. Now that we're old and we can like make more oh, shit yeah, happen. Yeah, can, yeah, like we could have event spaces, whatever. Because we all got money now. But yeah, be on the lookout January twenty eighth, the oh, golden birthday for God sent the rain. It's gonna be fucking legendary. 
Damn. Hope somebody dies. Damn. But not from COVID. Please get vaccinated. No, probably yes. from fentanyl overdose. So if you have Narcan, bring it too. Uh, <laughs> bring extra. <laughs> it's gonna go down. Did y'all see that that like f- apparently fake cop video where the cop like uh, the cop overdosing yeah. on fentanyl because they have nothing else better to do. Yes. Wait, <laughs> protect our common good. Hashtag defund the police ish. Oh. <laughs> or. You got something to say over there, or what? It's just like, I don't think they're that good of people. I know some police officers personally that are kind of shitty people that just because they're, you know, white and police officers, they can be shitty people. But, uh... I know some people that wanted, that, like, wanted to become cops and became cops because they just wanted to beat up people. Yeah, no. So, if you brag yeah, about yeah. if you're a police officer and you brag about abusing anyone due to race or disability, I'm directly talking to my sister's new husband. Mm, you're a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah, Jefferson Parish police officer. Mm-hmm. You suck. No shout you out to you. Fired. You fucking blow dicks, bro. Opposite yeah. Now, if you brag about beating up disabled homeless people, you are a terrible person. You should not be serving the greater good, Ugh. and you should not be a police officer. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah, let's get them out of here. Let's get them all the way out for sure, man. But if you care about like protecting people and helping ones and serving, you know, the public, then like shout out to you because I don't believe all cops are bad cops. I just believe that most cops are bad cops. That's fair. I knew a guy, and I work with the guy now who are both ex-cops, and they both got out of it because they were actually good fucking cops, unfortunately. Mm. And, like, just the way the business works, like, the first guy that I knew, he he had to get out because it was like they, they wanted you to hit a quota on tickets and shit like that, so you had to pull people over and give them tickets and things like that, and he was like, that's just fucked up. And then the other guy, he got out because he didn't want to give up his friend who ended up being in a crime. And they knew that he knew him or something. They were like, come on, give us the information. And he's like, no, like, what? Like, and so they fired him, basically, through that. They didn't fire him, but they made him resign, basically, you know? Like, so. And that was great. Yeah, we need so, to overthink all this cops, shit. Fuck the Wego cops. Shout it's out. It's time to go back to the drawing board. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I think, like, uh, there was some comedian that was like, oh, Thomas Jefferson came back into the now, and he's like, y'all didn't write new shit. That's yeah. how I feel. <laughs> y'all didn't write new shit. Was, that might have been Joe Rogan. It was Joe Rogan, yeah. wasn't it? Okay, cool. write new shit. <laughs> y'all haven't written new shit by now? Exactly. It's just think it through, bruv. We're a whole different, Think it know, through, bruv. A species, <laughs> people, we've evolved. We're past that racism. Let's yeah. not do it. It's time for a new book. Yeah, honestly. just do you. Just stop worrying about what other people are doing and just don't do crimes and, like, hurt people and, like, just whatever. Smoke yeah. a little weed, do a little LSD, like, you'll and figure shit out. Everything will be fine. It'll work the fuck it'll out for you. It'll work out, yeah, it'll work itself out. You better learn today. Yep. You better learn today. Here's a trick question for you. Tricky question. What's your favorite quality of the person that you hate the most? That could be your sister's husband or whatever, you know. Okay, well, there's no favorite quality of a person like that (laughs) because there are no qualities to a person like that. Like, once you've reached that level of just disregard for humankind, there's there's nothing I can respect or admire within you. I got to agree with that. If I hate somebody, like, there's nothing I like about you. Like, hate? Not a single quality. If I hate you, I don't like anything about you. So, if I had to say any, like, group of people or somebody that I don't like I don't like 
the Kardashians, I kind of hate them. I don't think that they're inherently good people that come from good things. I think that no. they got a lot of work done to look like more courageous, you know, versions of not themselves. Yeah. Um, I think that they have a platform to do a lot more and they don't. So I will admire the fact that they were able to create things out of themselves with large sums of money. That's, the That's something speaking. that I yeah. admire. But out of that, it's like, what else are you doing with it? That's it. Like, I just don't like them. What about you? Like I said, I mean, if I get to the point where I hate you, like, for me, I don't hate, I don't hate anybody, per se. So you're saying there's good qualities in everybody, then? But I'm saying if I Except hate you... Except for shitty racist cops that I like actually, to beat if people. If I actually hate you, there is no redeeming quality about you. If, if, if I don't like you that much, but, like, you do have redeeming qualities, I can't say that I hate you. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. I don't, I don't hate anybody right now. Shout out all my enemies. Do it up. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. If you could be great at any profession, at any profession at all, what would you choose? Pole dancing. I aspire to get greater. I'm only starting to learn things, but I admire those who are really good at it because it hurts. Mm. Bruises everywhere. And you don't realize how much that pole dancers it's very physical. hurt themselves, hurt their knees, hurt their bruises, hurt their legs. And I aspire to be as as good one day. So, yeah, shout out to them. Stripper, not stripper, pole dancer, you know, fitness instructor, whatever. If you do that shit and you wrap your body and flip it around a fucking metal bar... Shout fucking, the fuck out. Props, it's not man. easy of all different shapes and sizes. Especially if you're like 40 feet in the air. Like you've seen those videos where it's like two-story clubs and they're like all the way at the fucking yeah, top. Man. Yeah, and they drop. Yeah, they yeah. drop no respect because ouch. And the, that, that squeak and that that you hear uh-huh. on their fucking skin, that's their that's skin. That's just burns. And you're going to have bruises here and here and everywhere from mm. it. So respect because like, you know. Don't talk shit until you've literally done it. Then you can talk shit. And even then, you're probably yeah. not even that good at it. Yeah. Yet. Even Yet. then. Even then. It's a tough. It's tough, dude. I try to do a move. That shit is tough, bro. On the pole? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Check that out on the OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll check that out on the OnlyFans. You know, we'll have a video of it. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how y'all do that shit. I guess mm. it's a lot of practice for sure. And you gotta have like a core, core, yeah, good core, and, and I, mean, I think legs too. I, you need upper body I think strength you need just too. Everything. It's a lot of upper body strength. It's a lot of flexibility. Like I said, I wish I was even as good as half the people out there. Mm. It's just hard. You know, it and might it's be different. a good business opportunity. I'm thinking now, like maybe a, a male pole dancing class. Probably got you know? that. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I never heard of it yet. You know? I mean, it's just any pole dancing can class ma- can, can have males or females in it. Yeah, I yeah. Go I was going to gonna ask, actually. Do you classes. go to pole dancing classes? Are there males I go there? To pole dancing. Are they creeps? Yeah. yeah. No. They're, dude, I've actually received a pole class from a male, one of my first, and it's just inspiring because it's like, it doesn't matter your fucking gender. Like, it's a form of fitness. Obviously, it has roots with stripping and exotic dancers and dancing. So much respect, but... The dip, who, whatever brought you to the pole, it's all a skill. Yeah. And if you're there and you're building on yourself and you're building a skill, 
it, there's nothing creepy. None of the guys that I've met in pole dancing classes have been creepy. Mm. It doesn't matter if they're gay or straight. It's just that they see this as a tool to better themselves. They've worked on themselves via this tool, and I have to respect that because there are some amazing men who I've stood there in awe. Like, I've been yeah. at Oz and watched a few men, like, do pole tricks, and there's been at um, the pole dancing pl- classes that I go to, Awakenings, there's some men, and I'm like, damn. Because damn. men or women, it's all about strength, mental strength, physical strength, because mentally mm-hmm. you have to get to that point where you feel like, okay, I'm going to do this, and you do something complicated, and your mind will connect with your body and help you to not kill yourself. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like, just, you know, I don't find anything creepy from any of the dudes because they're not just standing there in the corner like, yeah, that's in the strip club. Yeah. That's where the creepy comes out. If there's a guy who's like, I'm going to work on myself and I feel confident enough to do this predominantly, like, female-oriented sport, Mm -hmm. shout the fuck out because, A, you already know you're fighting a stigma for just being a male. Yeah. And then your body and women's bodies work a little differently and still being able to fucking nail shit's dope. But yeah, people in strip clubs—they are the real creeps. For sure, (laughs) they are the real creeps. The ones that go to the clubs. Hey, that's tough. I know that shit's tough, dude. I I tried to do some tricks and I I can't do nothing at all. You know, maybe I could do like the little uh, the like pole behind your knee, like swing around thing. That's about it. Hmm. That's about it. I just started getting good at like inverting, so like literally flipping my body to where I flip and then hook my leg and then I'm upside down I, and I'm like, see, okay, I can't cool. even imagine. I just started that, being so. able to actually like connect, like I said, my mind and my body to be like, you got this, and then my body's like, we won't kill you. <laughs> All right, we got it. Yeah, I think the uh, one time I did like a gymnastics class, it, the guy was just like, you know what you're doing, dude? You keep thinking, and he's like, and you just have to do it. He was like, stop thinking. Because when you mm-hmm. think about it, you're not going to flip. You're going to think you're going to get hurt, and you're not going to do it all the way, and then you'll get hurt. He's like, so whenever you do it, you just have to do it. Don't think. Just do it. Mm. And that shit helped. I learned how to do a backflip, just, you know, like a little. Casual. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Casual, you know? back, backflip. But uh, I was like, damn, that, he's right, though. You can't think about it. You just have to do it. Just know That's that your body's going to do life. it. Don't think about it. Just do it. If you listen to the podcast right now and you're thinking about something, just, just do it. Just do show it. up. Just show Just up. I mean, that's my advice. Out of all the ridiculous, amazing things that I spoke about and didn't speak about on this podcast, I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Just fucking go for it." You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, and I think about that every Michael day. Michael Scott. Yep. Every fucking day, <laughs> dude. Like, if you Michael don't Scott. just do it and go for it, that's the why fuck I'm shooting are you doing? shots constantly. So. You know? Rejection like is redirection. Remember that. Hey. If you see me in the DM, don't worry about it. Just you got any other shots. good quotes here? I feel like you, you got quotes for days over here. What you got? What's, what's your yeah, like? This is Caliana Bars. Yeah, Muniz. What's, what's right your now. like? What's like one of your like top three quotes? What's like one of them? Um, don't like, take life by? too seriously. You'll never get out of it alive. Hmm. That is a good one. That's Bar. One. The one I think of is like, um, time will heal all wounds. Unfortunately, it kills or it like will teach you about life or some shit, but unfortunately kills all its students. That's a drunk Eric dog quote right so, there. So there you go, you know. So mm-hmm. time will heal all Mine wounds. Mine is every cloud has a silver lining. That's what that's a classic <laughs> right there. Every cloud has a silver lining. Can I take a break to pee again? Pee break. I really have to pee again. I don't know if it's the alcohol like I really it, it usually is. This is gonna be a cut. Usually I'd go into a monologue but I don't have any material. Just yeah just figure something out. 
Yo, it's the P-Time Freestyle. Let's go. I got nothing. I got nothing here. Um, Yeah, sorry about that. I'm going to try to drink this gross martini. Everybody finish theirs. I'm the only one with just a few sips left. It's so nasty. It's so dirty. I'm just looking at these two olives as they stare back into me in my, my hollow eyes. Here comes an ASMR sip for you. It's so nasty, but here I go. <laughs> oh, I don't know how they got through this, guys. Um, I'm really struggling to drink this dirty martini. Like I said earlier, I'm not a big fan of the regular martini. I'm not a big fan of olives, so you just... 2 plus 2 equals fucking gross. But you know what I'm going to do? I got pretty much a third of this drink here I'm gonna down it like a shot you know I'm looking in the camera too I'm looking at the martini the dirty martini I see a bunch of fucking olive particles I will now down this like one shot here we go in three two one oh oh no oh no alright not that bad. I'm going to eat an olive, actually. I'm going to eat one olive. Oh. 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 God. You know, all the drama excluded, not that bad. Not, oh. Not that bad at all. So, you guys go out to your bar tonight or a dirty martini. Ask for extra dirty if you're feeling on the edge. And you can be just like us over here at the Drunk Yard Dogs. It's not good. But if you want to feel fancy, if you want to feel a little, 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 little tint of fanciness in your adult life, just go ahead and drink a dirty martini. You can be just like me. So they're back now. I guess I can end this, this weird monologue. What are you talking about? I just took the guest through my experience with finishing my dirty martini, uh, sip by sip. You finished it? I finished it. Are you it's an fucking olive nasty. eater or no? Nah. Me neither. I hate olives. I hate martinis. It's not the drink for me. I don't even know what happened. Hap- Yo, I threw your olives away. Uh, are you an olive eater? I do love olives. I will say that. Are you Italian? I'm literally not Italian whatsoever. I'm Mexican AF. Mexican AF. Mexican American, three quarters Mexican, a quarter white people. White. White. The white quarter. 23 and me says that I'm Mexican AF though. It's just like Mexican. Like I'm 85%. Yeah. It's it's a lot of like native Mexican and Indigenous. then people from Spain and then France and Germany. Mm. Um some like random shit in Africa, some random shit in fucking like the Asias. So who knows? Man, genetics are weird. Ages. Yeah. They're very strange. Sure. We talk about genetics a lot on this podcast, huh? Do we? A few times, at least three times. Maybe, maybe. I just found out I'm not black anymore, so that was pretty. That was a bummer. What happened to your blackness? I don't know. It, it went to like indigenous Central America. Mm, it's probably a little confusion. So, yeah, yeah. A little confusion so, there. And I and I'm like a little. I think 
it became like a little more Indian than African too, because now I'm also like, like India, Indian, India, Indian. Yeah, mm. you know. So I'm I can official, see it. official. I can see it. Yeah. So, no longer black, unfortunately. I was one percent, but yeah. We had we had gone. a good one. We it's had a gone. good one for a while. Yep. Now I'm on to the Indian side. You know, building iPhones and stuff the like that. Whitest of whoa. What? <laughs> what? Pause. <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, Jake, have you got any good news? Good news? Giacomo, uh, I mean. The good news, the good news. The good news is Aaron Carter wants to box Soldier Boy. What do y'all think about that? You you remember Aaron Carter? I feel like he's too unknown right now. Yeah, I feel like Soldier Boy is... Aaron Carter? I remember Aaron Carter. I feel like Carter. people are dying and climate change is real. Why the fuck <laughs> are we talking about this? I feel like Soldier Boy needs to take on somebody more of his status. <laughs> Like, he just did the verses with Lil Bow Wow. I feel like the boxing, he needs to box Lil Romeo. That is true. That Not is true. Aaron Carter. This guy just trying to get clout. His career needs to die. It's already dead. It's There's no bringing it back with the box match with Soldier yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying with that. He doesn't He doesn't deserve this. Yeah, if, if anything, it, it would be a blessing from Soldier Boy to yeah. even... Yeah, yeah it's even Aaron Carter, get out of here. Idea. Yeah. This reminds me, though, you got... You, been seeing the celebrity box matches you guys know supreme patty yeah i remember supreme no no do you guys remember boot gang yeah they're boxing each other no well boot gang so boot gang was before supreme patty he was like one of the first people to start this whole like i think either it was vine or just instagram it was like like, instagram jackass to me yeah they were just doing wild shit they were doing wild shit boot gang started first and then supreme patty started shortly after but then Boon Gang got so crazy, like he was getting canceled, just left and right. Cause yeah. they were doing wild shit. Like they they would just go into like he would gas get like station. a tattoo, and then he would just run out and just have a tattoo. Like he instead of paying, he would just run and leave. Yeah, like, like on he the would phone. be at a tattoo shop, like tat on the face, and he just run out of the tattoo shop. And like it was it was so real. Like they were stealing shit out of stores. It was so real because like this is how I knew it was real. Boon Gang, he changed his name not recently. Wow, we've talked about this before off cast, but mm-hmm. maybe like four or five years ago, he changed his name to John Gabbana. He wants to start a rap career. Yep. But John Gabbana's whole thing is all about positivity. He doesn't steal. He gives back to the community. And so, like, he wanted to erase the whole boot gang image because yeah. he was literally getting canceled every single day. And kind of the same thing for Supreme Patty. He was, like, doing this kind of... He kind of came up after boot gang. I would feel like he was, like, a, a boot gang junior he was bit. like the white version of boom yeah gang, and then he started doing crazier shit than yeah. boom gang because that's when boom gang was like all right this is too much then Super- supreme patty picked up the reins the, t- and he started getting level. more crazy but then eventually supreme patty same thing he was getting canceled and he was like all right he started filming videos of him like giving food to homeless people and now they're both on this whole like positivity thing but now now Boot Gang, aka newly newly announced John Gabbana and Supreme Patty are having a celebrity boxing match coming soon. What you take? Who do you got? Boot Gang or Supreme Patty? <laughs> Just think without my take. Without knowing any of them. Uh, I don't even have. Boot gang, it is. I'm still processing what you just told me because I'm like, did I not know any of this existed? How you missed that all? I lived my whole life and I didn't know any of that. You are hustling hard. Yeah, you're hustling hard. You can't be here for the memes. I'm not the one to be like, do you care about the celebrity thing? I'm gonna be like, who is it? They're barely even celebrities. So, yeah. Who would you want to see? 
face Gwen, Sef- Gwen Stefani in a boxing match, celebrity. I don't fucking know. I don't like boxing. Christina Aguilera. Who would Gwen Stefani beat the fuck out of? That's what we need to know right now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going with Christina. Didn't Gwen Stefani just get married to Blake, uh, Shelton. Blake Shelton? Yeah. yeah. What's your take that on that? Her. I had no yeah. idea. I no idea. Happy. We talked. We we followed this. We followed this story. Did we follow this? Story? We've been following the story throughout the podcast. If you do go back and listen, you'll know that we've been on the Blake Shouts oh. and Gwen Stefani. I've been drunk the whole time. So. <laughs> yeah, but we, um, we've I been love following Gwen Stefani it. and anything that she loves. I love. I don't like country music, but you might have that's to give on it her a try. Life. I don't have to sit around that's be married to a country musician. That's on. You her. must never heard the song "Some Beach" by Blake Shelton. Hmm. I don't think I have. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty funny song. I'll I give just love that. her. Shout out to Blake Shelton. Well, be on the lookout for the Boot Gang Supreme Patty fight. Yeah. Also, yes. I hope we've been both following. Get we've been following a lot of these, but the uh, the uh, the Paul brother, the um, Jake Paul, or Jake Logan Paul, Paul versus Tyron Woodley, August twenty eighth. We will give you guys the play by play. Get ready. I still don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's coming soon. I don't this, know if I should. This is Jake Paul's biggest challenge yet. <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> you don't know Jake Paul? No, I just legitimately Do you don't. not get on the you internet? You don't know the Paul brothers at all? Like Logan, Logan Paul. or Jake Paul? Logan Paul? They're like you the know t- Logan Paul. They're like the two white... Logan Paul's the dude that went to the Japanese forest and made the jokes about the suicide shit. Yeah, and he I got can't. Uh, wow. Well... Uh, well they made their way into celebrity boxing. When they say Ray Charles to the bullshit, I'm, I'm yeah, you definitely Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, like, this is all pretty much bullshit. So you're not missing out on anything. Well, what do you think about Robin coming out as bisexual? Whoa! You're like who? Robin the singer. Ro- Robin the hero, the the sidekick to oh, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Dick Grayson or Jason Todd? Oh, well, I don't know which life. one became bi. Which one's bi? <laughs> Uh, it's the fourth Robin. <laughs> the fourth Robin. <laughs> the of fourth course, Robin. he's by. They had to he's make probably that very Gen X. Clear. I mean, apparently, he's the most like Batman. He does him. He does other people. That's on him. He, that's his life. I don't even think he's a real person, right? Isn't he a fictional fucking character? No, Robin. In Batman? Robin was never real. Batman was never real. But I will say the Robin. Robin. The whole Robin idea. The costume. Everything has always been very played out icon. and gate out. I'm only going to say that. I'm just going to say <laughs> Robin has always been a gay icon. That's pretty much that. I guess so. Also, I wanted to bring this up. I, don't, I didn't want to bring this up, but I just thought about it. Mm. Frieza. I wanted to make this tweet. I feel like Frieza is a gay icon. Who is that? From Dragon Ball Z? Frieza? I'd have to see a picture. I remember Dragon Ball Z. Like my sister would make me watch, and I was younger, and I remember the imagery, but I don't remember like storyline or plot. Uh, Because Frieza is different generations right here. Frieza is the alien. He comes in. It's okay. It's not your fault. He comes. He actually introduces Vegeta. Frieza is the guy. He's like white. He's got little purple accents all over. He's got the long tail. weren't Were you in the same grade as John and Bryce and them? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, they don't know Dragon Ball Z like talking hmm. about. It's like it's it's the exact I know generation. Imagery, but not yeah, he's bald. He's got the tail, the white yes, tail. Yes, I am twenty five years old. What's up, yeah. bruv? Yeah, I mean, hey, it, it, I, that's when I witnessed like that. That has to be the exact line Age where it is happens. But a number. Mm. 
That is true. Well, all I'm going to say is Frieza is a gay some, icon. To some, not to pedophiles. They're going to be talking about it pretty soon. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> you heard your first in Drunk Air Dots. Here we go. Topic change, though. What do y'all think about July being the officially hottest month in recorded history? Seems Climate about right. Change it's is hot as real. hell. <laughs> yeah. Cannot stress that enough. It's up to the giant corporations to stop being fuckers. Plastic production needs to stop. Stop it. Like, just greatly enough. reduce it. Like, we have enough plastic. How we hard have is it plastic to fucking rinse something right and now. reuse it? We have so much plastic. So much Everything we consume is plastic. I was just at the farmer's market this morning in Gretna, and this lady was like, do you know that they're about to build a giant plastic plant up the river and it's going to pollute the fucking water and the oh, salmons great. and all this Perfect. and I was just like I'll sign the petition but I'm like damn dog they just do this shit and they're like they just nobody do will notice yeah. Oh, yeah I've worked on the Mississippi River we're probably like 20% that shit is super polluted by the way Ooh, yeah the Mississippi it's fucked river up down here because we also get everybody's trash yeah we're on at the, the very end too. it's just it, it's pretty bad well, it's, it's yeah. really bad actually the only reason I would want to move out of this area is cancer because like we have some of the highest oh, cancer rates. Oh, just cancer? So I'm 100% moving. You said earlier, five-year plan. My five-year plan, I don't know where I'm going to end up. I'm selling my house within the next five years, and I'm going anywhere else that is in southeast Louisiana. I've spent where? my whole 25 years here. Love it. Made me the person I am. You don't have any choices, but, though? Uh, anywhere that's more in. Like... More sea level in. rising, real. Hurricanes, real. Yeah. All natural disasters. We all have our checks and balances naturally, but like dead ass. I don't even know. I'm still trying to figure this out where play, I could this go. This area is going to be done in like 2050. It's, yeah. it's over. Yeah, I want to move before my house becomes literally fucking worthless. Yeah. So I feel like right now Why don't you it's it out? super worth. Nope, fuck that. Nope. Don't want anything to do with this. I, I, I'm out. <laughs> like I would sell my house and move myself and those I care about to somewhere that's not here. Like, I've made it clear that wherever I am, I can't establish Bobby, and create myself. Eric, Sarah, yeah, the whole gang. We're literally them. Here. Literally them specifically. Gang, yeah. Dayton. Don't forget Dayton. They already Dayton, know. Bailey. I'm, let's go. I'm taking them. Let's go to safety. But no, I just don't. It doesn't seem feasible. If you look at the way that things are going, the trend, the wildfires, increased flooding, the fucking earthquakes, like, hmm. Mother Nature's mad we didn't have to do it like this we could have just been like nikki eating grapes all day but instead capitalism nah, so, i said like, that like i think i said that last episode i was like man we we made shit way too complicated yeah way marijuana didn't have much. to be illegal ever by the way it's a fucking no, plant it was way way too complicated <laughs> it never had to be illegal it didn't have to just, be like this guys no it didn't but like it is what it is you make the best of what you know you have like we mm-hmm. are living in an extremely privileged and relatively easy time yeah Yeah. so we just have a lot of room for this more deeper conscious thought where do we want to take our society and move forward maybe let's stop polluting it and being fucking gross let's maybe smallly support initiatives that you know like recycle Mm. recycle glass see and that's what i I was thinking like covid was going to be one of the things that could have brought us together and like did something as a community like vaccinated or wearing you know like i will say again darwinism is not dead true true i was thinking like with social media and everything like we're so like everybody's so um with like attached i guess nowadays you know like you're you're attached to so many more people than you were ever before ever right with social media so 
I thought like this was gonna be one of the moments where we could like roll out like, hey, everybody needs this. We need to get vaccinated. This nope. and that. And no, nope. yeah. Instantly yeah, that, politicized. Yeah, it kind of proved that like it was like no, not everybody thinks on the same page type of thing. So I don't know. I thought rational thought was contagious, but um, I have a sibling Ooh. that I don't talk to because their beliefs are so radical. Older and or younger? So older. older. I do not speak to that my makes older sense, sister. Though. She thinks you're a sheep. Did I meet them? Is that yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, Actually, my I aunt said that the other day. I was like, Emily, no. why aren't you getting vaccinated? And she was like, because I'm not a sheep. And I was like, you're so fucking stupid. And I told her, and I was like, I love you because my aunt, but I think you're stupid as fuck. It's like, and we have that bro, relationship to where I can say that. You have and she's 18 not vaccines me. in you right now. Like, this I'm is like, the one I'm that does it I'm not a sheep. All. I drink Coca-Cola every day. Like, yeah. what? That's worse for your body than anything. <laughs> no, it just sucks that we even have to get into this because it truly feels like if you look at the history of how like this extreme like radical thinking and just being so like anti against these things and once you like grew up like not having shit you realize you're like oh wow it is there it is there's that there's that white privilege oh, they talk about it they there say it, it. Is. there it is there it is I've seen it I identify as Hispanic I do have white roots I've, I've privileged from my own white privilege or being white privileged adjacent like if you acknowledge it and you recognize it mm-hmm. my Nana left me a house she was white I'm Mexican. My family's Mexican. My other family, Mexican, you know, they couldn't give that to me, but my white family can. Who knows? Yeah. White privilege. It is what it is. It is. Acknowledge it. Respect it. That is for sure. Coming from a white person. White as they get. White. Over here. Just say, just be a good fucking person. Like, why is this even in it? Like, just be a good person. Like, what the fuck? That's the main thing, I think, too. Be a good person. Like, I follow this thing on Instagram, and it's called Vote Like a Mother, and it's like dead ass. Vote like a mother. Vote like you care about what's going to happen in the next, like, five to ten years for not just yourself. Mm hmm. Or maybe mm. just in general. Like, maybe I won't throw this fucking plastic bottle in the goddamn river. Oh. <laughs> maybe I won't fling all my cigarette butts outside into the unknown, hoping that Ugh. nature will just turn them into what? <laughs> Nothing. The fish are... Yeah. Well, yeah. What? Is there anything you want to bring up specifically in this podcast? Any topics? Anything you've seen interesting? Well, I was or? just thinking real quick. When you were saying oh. the cigarette butts thing, dude, I watched a fucking old, like, 70-year-old woman you know how people keep those little cups of cigarette buds or whatever, and that you know it's like a fucking ashtray thing. This woman poured out all of her fucking cigarette buds on the road. I was right behind her, dude. Whoa. I don't know why. I just had to pull up on side her and just like get her attention and just flip her off, man. She was like seventy years old, oh, but I was like, dude, man. fuck you for pouring out all those cigarette buds on the road. Like she thinks it's okay, and yeah. like people should be conditioned and taught. You know, like my child's five, but dead ass she knows what littering is she knows what recycling is she sees trash and she's like they threw trash all over the earth and it's just like (laughs) if you instill and like realize these fundamentals but also like to someone who is 70 the mass production of plastic didn't even begin until the 1950s for real Mm -hmm. for real Mm -hmm. so in their lifetime that was so normal and used to them and we're realizing like this is bad yeah but um so it's just being like educated and wanting to learn and change instead of being like that's how it is I just throw shit places like what I'm mainly concerned about the amount of plastic that we consume like you see articles every single day now I feel like it's been like the past year it's just like everything has plastic in it pretty much because of pollution it's like we're just eating plastic now. That's fine. Oh, 100% yeah. we're That's eating fine. plastic. Yeah, That's awful. Especially, like, in our generation and now that we're getting older and just science and life cycles have, 
you know, sustained. Our parents probably, if they did hear this stuff, it was very new and it sounded oh, yeah. very far between. But the way and the frequency that we hear topics and issues like this, it's astronomical. And, I mean, mm. we're all relatively young. We're in our 20s and we are in a very, you know, educated and, in, mm. you know, we have the age of the Internet behind us. But these things are becoming more problematic because we've reached, like, a peak of production of just mm-hmm. these pollutants and in also, our like everyday society. Also, like you said, society. peak awareness. Like, we know yeah. that it's happening. Yeah, you trip once or twice and you're like, fuck! Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, Especially no. Especially that, dude. Like, people that I talk to that have never tried psychedelics or even smoked marijuana, they're the most, like, baseline oh, cardboard God. of people. They're the worst. Shout out <laughs> most of y'all on the West Bank. Um, they're the fucking worst. Yeah, so I'm gonna say that right now. Like, they're you know, not to hate on all people, like, your life is your life, but, like, come on, wake the fuck up. Like, yeah. some of these Hoping things aren't bad. Just like, you're the real sheep sometimes. Like, you're just listening. There's mm-hmm. you. There's <laughs> nobody I talk to that's tripped on acid that's been like, no, I haven't thought about deeper truths. <laughs> like, like, what? How'd you get to that? I was watching a fucking documentary that said that, like, a bunch of homo sapiens, like, ate a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms and that became conscious thought and I was like dead ass I might trip this weekend because yeah. of that yeah yeah very... and I took some mushrooms went to Red Rocks I was like honestly because I stopped I stopped doing any drugs besides smoking marijuana like mm-hmm. that's not where I want to be in my life I don't really need it anymore but uh I only smoke marijuana and I was like you know what I'll just do a little bit like of mushrooms when everybody, I'm everybody everybody should trip at least once at least one time and then We'd have a perfect society, probably. Yeah, I mean, if we were able to use these things, like, the way that people were so willing to fucking pop Xanax and, like, take a prescription pill, pill, these mood-altering drugs Mm -hmm. may cause every fucking side effect, and then the next day, after you trip, the only thing that makes you sad is you're like, fuck, everything's fucked. Everything sucks. Oh my god! So yeah, I would definitely say that. Like, and I'm, I think I'm pretty sure they're already going through like the psilocybin trials right now uh, to treat depression and all kind of shit like that. They're doing the same thing with MDMA. Yeah, well, so, they've been doing that actually. Yeah, I mean, and that's just something that just adds to what y'all were saying. Basically, it's like you fucking depressed. Have a trip. Yeah, I think that the most unsafe aspect of drug use is the fact that they made it so taboo and prohibited. It's misinformation. Yeah, to where it's a black market's like entity now, and yeah, to where it's no, like you could it's easily. By capitalism. If anybody who's been in a legal marijuana dispensary, which I have many times, you know, it could be so simple. Mm-hmm. We could all do it like this, and it's so simple, and you know what you're getting, and it's tested, whatever. With other drugs, that can be available in some capacity. I'm sure but like dead ass you shouldn't just be like oh i don't know if my cocaine may kill me with one bump we'll see and even Uh. testing it like no fuck that if that's something that is going to be distributed and people like to indulge on it should be something that's tested and regulated like it can be like yeah well we've taken a long journey here Jacob, you got anything else? I have no more topics. Kaliana, any more? Anything you want to talk about specifically, maybe? Yeah, you got anything? I don't know. I talked about a lot. Like, uh-huh. There's anything weighing on your mind? You know, anything you wanted to talk to somebody about? Like a topic? Anything? No, I mean, I talked about myself, my hula hooping, my music industry career, my yeah. exotic dancing career. You didn't talk about being a mom, though. For five, what, five, six years now? 
She talked about it a little bit. Um, Just a little bit, but not really like... five and a half years, yeah. What's that experience been like? Fire. Fire. I can look back at it now and say that it's amazing. Uh, When I was younger, because I had my daughter when I was 19, and I was in college, and that was very difficult. Um, Good times. Yeah, I did graduate. But you still did that shit, yeah. Yeah, I still did that shit. I did... Um, Definitely was difficult, and looking back, I could have been a lot more attentive, and I could have been a lot more mature, and I could have realized how my actions and my life individually affected my daughter, but she was never ill cared for, you know, I have a really great relationship with her father we have a tight co-parenting relationship shout out brennan yeah we work we work well together so we both agree that she's our number one priority and interest and even though we're not together we both accomplished our own successes and our own respects and you know at the end of the day yeah shout out to co-parents yeah at the end of the day like no animosity Mm -hmm. he knows i live my life he i know he lives his life we're different people Every week we get together, what's the schedule with her? And mm-hmm. we pretty much have like a 50-50 dynamic. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm really busy this week. I'm working a few jobs, but next week I'll be able to have her all week. It's all, you know, things work out. So she's never not loved, not cared for, not mm-hmm. seen, not heard. Like even throughout me maybe partying and also working a lot and just being, you know, very, very busy and enwrapped in my life, she's always been a priority and mm-hmm. whatever is seen and not seen by other people is felt by me because my daughter and I have an amazing relationship. Nice. You know, she's very loved and she's very she happy. She's very happy. Yeah, extremely. Is, so that's all that matters. Is there like anything that you thought uh, that you thought was going to be easy, but it ended up being harder whenever you like ended up having a child and like going I guess essentially being a par- parent, you know, it's like you think, oh, yeah, 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 I'll just have a kid. And then it's like, they'll be great. But no, it's. Once you have a child, you're immediately reminded of your own childhood, what was missing, what was there, how you felt, how you didn't feel. And there's things that I'm still consistently, like, growing and healing from where I'm like, I didn't feel this way. Or, or, you know, when I took her to Disney, I was like, I can't believe I'm able to provide her this whole entire trip and vacation. It's because Mm -hmm. I started stripping and I can do this and provide this financially for her. And she'll never know. And it doesn't have to be an issue. And even if she does know, I'm going to tell her the truth. But it's something that because I was so dedicated and focused on her and giving her just something special and doing for her that it didn't seem like such an issue or such like something that could be like negative in my life. I was like, this is positive because everything I do is for her in some light. And I have the privilege that I'm still able to like be myself and be an individual and enjoy the things that I like, do what I want. And work on myself and then also raise her be a mom wear that hat you know do things for her get yelled at by her yell at her and just at the end of the day it just feels so like complete to have both of those sides of me like mix into one well said well said i feel like millennials yeah. are going to be the one of the best generations for parents yeah that's that, how the i first feel thing you said um just thinking about your own childhood it's heal like yourself and parent yourself And then once you do that, you can parent your child because, you know, I've had to learn a lot of hard lessons. I've had to make some mistakes without a doubt. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? You got to be more conscious. You got to get over your own shit. You got to whatever with your parents. They don't even matter. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's on them. If you have a good relationship, if you have a bad relationship, you choose your relationship with your parents as an adult. But then you also choose it for your children. 
So, you know, once they're grandparents, that's a whole different relationship. So you can't be like, yeah. man, you were such a bitch when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, okay, if you're a good grandparent and you're say what's up, you, you know, you can have that. Mm-hmm. So just be healthy, look forward and heal and everything else will work out. Hmm. Good, good. Any tips for any new parents out there being, you know, you have a kid five years, six years experience, any new tip or any tips at all? Like for that. Exp- for I mean, that my biggest tip would be to kind of have that reflection and introspection. And like, that's mostly me coming from a broken childhood and thinking back like, okay, what was missing? Um, once you realize that it kind of makes it easier. And once you know, your life will fundamentally be different. Um, once you have a child and kind of stop being selfish and think about some of the decisions that you make and how that would affect your child. Like that's really it. Because like I said, I've made mistakes. I made good decisions, bad decisions. I let others perception of me as a mother affect how I felt about myself. And that's got to go out the window because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's you and your kid and like, everyone's going to fuck up their kid in some aspect. Nobody's a perfect parent. Nothing's ever perfect, but it's all about, how much you focus your own, you know, motivations. It has to be, once it's a child, like, it has to be about that. Hmm. Hey, that was pretty damn good. I'll give you that for yeah, sure. Goddamn. I don't have a kid, but, you know, so I'll take, the, I'll take that into consideration whenever that time comes, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody so. that knows me knows that, like it, like I said, they know that I can be wild and I can be, like, fucking Caliwana and just be doing whatever and go to a festival. And, like, and then I can also be hustling my ass off. But then I'm also, like, you know, chilling, going to the farmer's market with my kid, like, hula hoop with my kid. Cali, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we wear many hats. Caliwana and Caliwana. Yeah. Cali and it's all dynamic. <laughs> and what you see and what's un- what's unseen is the most special thing. You know, some people want that recognition and they're like, look at my kid and look at what we're doing and this is great. But like the moments where you can sit next to your child or you can think and reflect on, you know, how happy they are and how much you're able to give to them. That's really just like the key to parenting. You know, it's all about the reflection and they're and it's mostly when you're not with them. (laughs) When you're not with them is when you reflect on how much, you know, you appreciate and care about them, because when you're with them, you're like, oh, my God chill out (laughs) what but the second it's quiet and you're like oh or they're in school like my daughter started kindergarten the other day and i was like man fuck you're the shit dude you're so fucking cool like i miss you (laughs) where you at nice nice well all right we're getting toward the end of the episode so and usually i have good news but there's literally no fucking good news right now (laughs) like I, i tried i was looking everywhere there's no good news it's all bad right so instead, instead, here's what I'm thinking. Instead, you have this opportunity right now, we're, like we're recording everything. Is there anything that you would want to tell your daughter if maybe she listens to this later on right now? She's five years old. Is there anything that you want to tell her or say? You can say it right now, you know, because we have no good news. So this will be this will be this moment this right here. Like this the is the moment. Like, are you, you know, shout out to you, this and that right okay. here. Okay, Arya. I love you. Shout out to you. You're living your best life and everything's going great. And I'm really, you know, happy for everything. And we're going to just do everything awesome. Like, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's just going to be great. You'll see. You'll remember. You won't remember. But I'll have pictures and albums printed out like I already do 
of everything. So now you're not one of those like Instagram moms, huh? That has like an Instagram page for their kids. No, shit I think that's weird. I think people are weird. Even I post <laughs> stuff. Obviously, as a younger mom, I did post a lot more about my kid. Um, now it's like every now and then I'll post stuff with her. The pressure to feel like, oh, it's like I post all these other things, but not my child. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, like I said, what's unseen is the most precious parts. Yeah. You know, what I'm seeing in the moments I'm able to capture is precious, and I get to print shit out and be like visually, look at this. But what I'm experiencing and what I just started journaling recently to, like, channel my thoughts. And, like, mm-hmm. so maybe one day if something did happen to me, she would look back and be like, oh, dude. Or just know how I felt because I feel like... Now that I'm an adult, I wish that I had that connection with, like, my grandmother who raised me and that she's dead. So I wish I was able to look into her mind when she was 25, you know, or get more respect from her. And, like, how did you feel? Because it's different when you get right, older. Right, like, right, right. how did you feel as a parent? Like, how did, like, what were you going through your head? Because everything's mm-hmm. going through my head right now and I'm trying to, like... They say heal generational trauma. That's it. I'm trying to break the fucking cycles of, like, this bullshit. And I'm not trying to make my daughter stressed. And I'm not trying to make her fucking poor. And I'm not trying to make her, you know, like, just anything bad. Like, we just Mm -hmm. need to, like, baseline. Like, we need to get her up to, like, you can do whatever you want. You know, money. It'll come to you. It'll leave from you. It'll come and go. But that's not who you are. That's not what defines you. What defines you is your experiences and what makes you genuinely happy. And when you could look back and be like, you know what, past me would be proud of me. That's how I look at myself now. Okay. If I thought, like, okay, what would 15-year-old Kaliana be? She'd be like, dude, you do this? Yeah. This is your life? Oh, my God, you stupid bitch. I love it. Like, that's what I would say to me 10 years, you know? I'm sure past Kaliana... 15-year-old Kaliana would be very proud. Deadass. Y'all knew 15-year-old Kaliana. Y'all would be like, wow. You know, same thing to y'all. Like, you know, like (laughs) our past selves when we all met in high school, like Mm -hmm. if we could see this moment and the things that we're reflecting and talking about, like, oh my God, global pandemic and all this stuff. But we're like, Mm -hmm. you know what? At the end of the day, we can come together. We can have a few drinks. We could laugh. We could Mm -hmm. do trivia. And we all just be like, yep. Now we're here and we're all happy yeah. in yeah. some aspect, in some capacity. We're enjoying what we're doing. Well that said. is all. Well yeah, said. that was damn good. You know, I didn't have good news, but that was a good ass monologue good. that you just good. had right here. Yeah. I talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly to myself. I just started going to therapy and she's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Well, shit. That, I mean, that was great, though. That really was a great answer a to. I, I mean, that was like a little bit more, even you know. So, that was that was awesome. Shout out right. Aria, like I said. Yeah, for sure. Shout the, out. Aria, like I said, like, the best advice would just be her hearing and like just getting the snapshot of my life at this time and at mm-hmm. any point, hearing my thoughts because that's the most intimate way that you're able to connect with anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having to prompt something and be like, I feel like this. It doesn't feel as authentic. Like, okay, this is my thoughts. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck up. I go party. I go do whatever. But guess what? I'm still a dope ass mom. Hey. You know, we still went to Disney. Yeah. I just shook my ass a little bit. Like, whatever. It happens. It happens. And I wish I went to Disney earlier, too. I went to Disney for the first time in my life at 23. And when I went, I was like, man, you know what? This would have been a lot sweeter if I was 10 or yeah. younger, you know? Because yeah. it, it's like they, they present this, like, magical shit. And it's still a great time, even if you're older. But if you were younger, you you, you can would, fall yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you would really believe in it. Yeah, you, know? you think that's really Mickey Mouse. Right. So <laughs> you really, yeah, you did some shit, you know? Like, you made you made stuff happen. So I appreciate that, and I respect that for sure. 
and the way like the whole like uh the way you see it all i think that's like amazing honestly thank you i think you got a good uh good idea like how to raise a child and everything you know like it's not so much about what you do or how you do it or whatever it's like it's about what's in here you know so i don't think that's good so and we had no good news and i think that's the best news right there you know like you really taught a lot of people a lot of shit right now who are maybe who might be they might have somebody who's pregnant right now they're about to be parents you know or maybe they're thinking about becoming parents and you just gave them the the raw just this is what it is the light at the end of the tunnel exactly and on that note we'll end it all off here we had a lot of drinks we had a lot of good times laughs games and all of that shit but you know that's how we do it in the drunk yard dogs lefts and rights we had my boy rain in the building Giacomo dog and we had Kaliana. You want to you want to try a little dog bark? See, no, he's like, I'm not a dog person. You're a cat person. We get it. We get it. We usually cats here too, but she, she wasn't here today. Meow, she does the meow, but she just couldn't make it. I forgot why. Uh, oh, some, some type of. Uh, oh, shout uh, out uh, Alex's kids getting baptized today. Baptism, yeah. Catholic. Yeah, so, yeah, shout out to them. Shout so. out Asher. I'm also a godmother, so shout out to just hey, okay. shout godliness, out but in your own way. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we'll be signing out on that note, so take it. Uh, yo, R.I.P. Jane Withers. Yeah. R.I.P. Zion I. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, R.I.P. to everybody, man. Yo. Everybody that's passed. R.I.P. Poppy. <laughs> Poppy? The mayor. Oh, 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 I was like, damn, Poppy died? I thought you were talking about the, the uh, YouTube chick. Poppy's a dog. Ah, uh, ah, uh, well, shout out, you know peace you want to plug anything before we go real quick though um yeah i'll just like i said i'll plug myself so follow (laughs) me on instagram it's kaliana um my char-grilled oyster pop-up at the garlic oyster yes the gentleman's club checking out that place by the way that's fine line inc and also my art page at cali mama designs i barely post but like i randomly make shit so and, jam and shout out to at Jam or Hoops Limited. Jam Hoops. I said Jam. Use band. my code Kaliana for a discount. And shout out to at Nola Nightlights if you're interested in joining our crew and being in Mardi Gras parades, hooping and shit. Hit us up. Yeah. And on that note, we'll be signing out. So peace. Peace. <laughs>